This episode of The Full Nerd is sponsored by Avast. Avast has been a global leader in cybersecurity for more than 30 years and is trusted by over 435 million users. Avast One is their best protection yet, giving you everything you need to take control of your safety and privacy online, and it's accessible through an easy, single-to-use interface. A free version includes essential features such as free antivirus, free VPN, and free firewall protection, while the premium version has even more advanced protection. Learn more about Avast One at avast.com. In this episode of The Full Nerd, the best PC hardware of 2021 in November. Oh, and of course, the music isn't playing. <laughs> Welcome to episode 197 of The Full Nerd. I'm your host, Gordon Mong, with co-host Brad Charkas. Hello, Internet. Elaine Yee. Hi, everyone. Keith May. Hello. And Adam Patrick Murray is controlling the vertical and horizontal. Oh, trying to. Trying to. Trying to do something. Uh, I, I'm excited. This is, uh, this is always one of the, the fun parts of the end of the year, uh, is doing the, the award show. Uh, we're doing it a little bit early this year, but uh, I still think it's going to be fun. Uh, I... I had two housekeeping things uh, that I was going to say, but I forgot. Oh, one of them is uh, next week. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, here. I want to announce next week. I'm going to be doing a live build in the studio next Wednesday, uh, sponsored by Avast. So please tune to that. It's going to be a, a small form factor uh, gaming PC for for a TV. Uh, so nice mm-hmm. little nice little box to put on your uh, home theater setup. Uh, I'm I'm excited uh, about that one. So tune in next Wednesday. I think it's in the afternoon is probably when we're going to start it. I need hmm. to figure that out. Is it really going um, to be a home theater box, or it's really a a gaming, and then you can also stream on it box? Uh, no, 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 no. It's it's gaming a PC gaming tower on the TV, not a not a set top box. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh con- all controlled with my Steam uh my Steam controller. Just oh kidding. wow! <laughs> uh, also, uh, yep. Well, I don't remember what the other second item was. So, yeah, I I, I think we should just keep going then. Uh, well, so, yeah. so in Gordon, this what's going on in this episode, this is you know I know it feels a little early, but to be honest, the year is not going to change. Everything that's going to come out has come out, and I think it's safe to say in November we can we can pick the best hardware of the year. Uh, how this works is not only that, not only that, I just want to throw it in. Not only is it already not expected too much new big stuff, but with ship times being what they are and everything, having this info now might be useful to you. So that's part of the reason that we're doing it early. That's actually a really good point because (laughs) it's going to take a while to get some hardware at this point. Mm -hmm. Mm Yeah. So the way it works is generally someone picks, uh, represents a category, makes a nomination, then everybody chimes in, the peanut gallery chimes in, and then some people vote uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. Well, and and this year, this year, this is the first time. Oh, that was the second thing. This is the first time we've had a fifth member uh, on the the uh, the voting. So Keith is here. It's his first year as a, a full nerd official member. So excited to have you. In the past, the the chat has always been the deciding factor when there's a stalemate. So now there's uh yeah, the chat will always have a sway. But yes, yeah, I'm I'm gonna. Interested to see how it goes here. Uh, I will say I, I do have categories. Let me uh, let me put up this nice little nice little slide. There we go. Uh, so we have eight categories, and, and they're essentially the same as last year. We we kind of modify it every year, but this this year it's the same. So we got 
best CPU, best GPU, best case, best accessory, best laptop, best PC game, best innovation, and worst trend. Uh, I don't I don't remember what last year's winners and losers were, but it doesn't matter. It's 2021. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I guess, uh, do, do we want to start at the top then and uh, start talking about CPUs? Yeah, I think so. And I am one max. I'm I'm gonna. And we're done. Yeah. Okay. We're done. Although this is the best PC hardware of the year, so Max PC. Oh, let's not get into that. Let's not get into that. <laughs> it's coming at some point, though. No, it's it's somebody's gonna say it, and it's not a PC. It's not a PC. If they were a PC, you wouldn't say, "Should I buy a Mac or a PC?" If you would say. What laptop should I buy? And let's not pay attention to the operating system. You could say that, but it is simply indefensible to try to say it's a PC only because only at the end when you are losing your arguing position. So it's not. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen of the court, I would like to argue 2021 is over. And the clear winner for the best desktop CPU of 2021 is Intel's 12th gen Alder Lake CPU. I don't think anybody's really surprised by it. You're getting basically leadership position in content creation, arguably slightly more, you know, gaming performance to make it best technically gaming CPU. You're also getting all kinds of cool stuff like PCIe 5, DDR5 as well, if you can find it on the shelves. But clearly, Alder Lake, based on Intel 7, which is 10 nanometer super, whatever, super fin technology, is the, is the best CPU when you look at certain things like Core i5 versus Ryzen 5, Core i7 versus Ryzen 7, and Core i9, although it doesn't completely push Ryzen 9 off, it wins in enough things to make it probably the CPU a lot of people would buy over a Ryzen 9 uh, 5950 because content creation is a very important task. Arguably, 3D content creation, very heavily threaded apps would go toward Ryzen. That's clear. Also, you know, there's more power efficiency on Ryzen in some workloads doing those things. But if you want the newest thing and you want the coolest thing right now, Intel's 12th gen Alder Lake is it, and also it came out in 2021. <laughs> Actually, came out last year. Yeah, that's uh, uh, SteelSkin667 said, wait, wasn't uh, 12th gen Intel the only CPU release yes, this year? Yes, it's the best of, but still, yes. You have to, you still have to. There are people, there are people who would say, no, Ryzen was so good, it's still the best CPU of 2021, even though it, it bled over from 2020 to 2021. I mean, we, we make our own rules here at the, the nerdies. True that it's the only CPU that came out. Oh, but what is not? Wait, what's the other one then? Well, I guess should I should we get to other people's picks or because no, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll wait? No, yeah. I, no, go I I'll go on Gordon's. I'll go on Gordon's because I'm along the same lines as him. Uh, I agree. It's Alder Lake. I got a little bit more specific. I think it's the Core i5 12600K uh, because I think. As the clear value proposition, it blows Ryzen 5 out of the water. It's more than enough for what every normal person, let's say, needs, every normal gamer. If you're not doing video production, all that kind of stuff. But even if you're doing streams and stuff, it works great. Uh, 12900K, 
trades more blows. It's priced very high. I think the 12600K in particular is the CPU of the year. Interesting. Okay. Well, what's what's the other pick? Because I know we got another one. I feel like Keith and I may be aligned on this, or at least he knows what I'm talking about. I actually would nominate the 5600G. High five. Yeah! <laughs> Value team right here. Yeah. And so here's my thinking on that. It's because, um, yeah, like for sure, like Alder Lake, great, uh, really impressive. But if you really look at the benchmarks for me, like with something like like Brad's pick specifically the like the i5, you know, Ryzen 5 level, like you're getting amazing amount of performance content creation and that kind of task, right? So if you are somebody who needs, you know, that as well as the gaming co- component, but I feel like still a lot of people when they go out to buy these, you know, chips for building a PC, more often than not they're pretty much focusing on gaming, not even gaming and streaming, but just gaming. And I feel like the value is just so much stronger with the 5600G still, even though the performance is outclassed a little bit by the i5 part. I mean, like right now, like you can get a 5600G for what did I write down here? I think it was like 240 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, checked last no night. No more than 270. Yeah. So, and then so last night I checked, it was like 240 bucks. Right now, the i5 uh, 12600K is like three. 20 330 and then on top of that if you go for ddr5 ram and a a 600 series uh chipset um motherboard that's going to cost you quite a bit more and i feel like these days especially given what prices for everything you can't beat the value of 5600g so that's my pick honestly like i i like that amd is still there's this kind of starts to touch on what i would talk about for worse trends but (laughs) uh, there's not a lot for people in like the mid levels, even right now. So it's nice to see that you don't have to like pay with both arms, not just arm and leg, uh, but it's like two arms and two legs. <laughs> you can actually just go with like yeah. the normal pricing. Uh, well, tech, tech with Sean says if you're looking for a 5600G to play 30 FPS games, why don't you just get an Xbox? Can't do your taxes um, on an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I see Gordon's face. No, I'm just saying because the 5600G is, you know, because it's basically, you know, Ryzen Mobile moved into a, a desktop part. It's it's a good part. It's not a performance part, you know. I mean, d- definitely if you have no choice and you can't get a GPU, I I think it's if you're kind of considering the whole, you know, lousiness of the world that is right now, that's good. But if you're in a performance. And not to take away from Ryzen 5 5600G, but that 10-core i5 will just crush it. I mean, 5600X is definitely faster than 5600G. So you're talking 10 cores versus 6 cores. It's just, I and I, I don't, I, I know people want to paint Alder Lake as somehow really expensive. It's about and really hot. It's really 320 bucks on the street and you know in about 3 months it could be under $300 potentially and you're getting 10 cores. So you're now getting 10 cores of performance for $320. I would argue that is a fantastic deal because you were not able to get that before previously. 5600G is a good part, but you know, and again, you know, uh, it's whether what you're chasing. Fixing 200G yeah. integrated graphics is it is what it is. If you can't get a GPU, 
I'm always going to say go for discrete graphics if you're really going to game because the performance. Where are you going to get the card? What do you mean? Where are you going to get the card? Right well, now? you have an existing card. Uh, I, I got, we'll, get we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. I just think, <laughs> I just think, yeah, if you were like, what, you burned everything to the ground, but that's not really for most people. But I just think that. That's not true. IGP gaming is not. I'm a snob for me, and I admit that's the problem. Is I don't believe IGP gaming is great for people who have no other choice. It is not something I would pick over discrete graphics right now. Maybe on a Mac M1, I would. No, no, I wouldn't there either. <laughs> I'm just saying that. So yeah, I'm, I, you're not. You're, it's not like you're getting no value with a 12600K, but you're at 330. Even if it were to come down to like 290 and three to four months, that's still, to me, that is above the class of what an i5, Ryzen 5 is. Like, to me, you should be looking more in like the solid 200, mid 200 range for pricing. So if you're, if you're somebody in that range, which is a lot of people, I think that you still have a choice out there that gives you that option where you get solid performance still. I mean... I just think we're talking about two slightly different classes of chips, honestly, at this point, despite the nomenclature. Yeah. One, I mean, we should go ahead. I agree that it's two different classes of chips. Uh, I think they're both very good picks, to be honest. Uh, Spoiler alert. This is not the only category. These Ryzen APUs will be nominated in. (laughs) Uh, They are very good parts for people who need graphics cards. But we've been waiting ever since Ryzen came out. What's Intel's counterpunch going to be? What's going to happen when they go to 10 nanometer? All, all super thin, all this stuff, Intel 7, whatever they call it these days. The next node. They've finally done it. Uh, these Alder Lake chips are incredible, full stop. And I think they deserve the recognition of saying, hey, it's taken a while, but your counterpunch, it landed. It kicks ass. 12600K is just everything we were hoping it would be and probably more. Yeah. So... I mean, to me, that's the big deal. Uh, as I said, I don't think this is going to be the only category. The Ryzen APUs are nominated in, and I really think that when it comes to just best CPU, what are we going to remember a few years from now? I think Alder Lake is going to be it. Yeah, but what if the 5600G wins CPU and GPU? <laughs> it's really, no, it's a really good point, though. Brad has a really good point, because when when history is remembered, people are going to go, yeah, 5600G and 5... I, it's a good part. It's fantastic for what it is. Believe me, people are going to be like, yeah, remember that, like, a Celeron 300A? I mean, that thing is like... That's like from 15 years ago, people still talk about, like, it's the best thing in the world. I don't think people will have fond memories of 5600G, necessarily. It is basically an ends to a means. Whereas, you know, I... Right, 12th Gen i5 is... 50% faster in content creation, right? 3D 3D rendering. 50% faster. 30% faster in Photoshop, Premiere, a lot of things like that. That's that's a significant and that's over 5600x. So I think it's a it's a significant uh, performance increase if you care about things that because the PC is about going forward, it's about moving the goalpost forward. It's not about finding the the best Toyota Corolla on the lot for a $1200. It's just not that that doesn't that doesn't get you anywhere. They get you a world of netbooks, which is serves a people, but you have to move forward. You got to move forward. If you don't get faster, you sit back and you look at M2X kicking your butt all day. And we don't want to get to that point by saying, oh, yeah, we always got to go for let's chase. Let's let's chase to the bottom. That's just not that's not where we should be. We got Apple there. 
we've got Qualcomm. We're fighting a lot of different forces. We got to move forward, not just look for cheapest deal. And that's the thing that makes it the best. And that is just not any solution that, that gets you to a win. I don't know. I think Toyota is saying that they're winning with all the Corollas on the road. That's <laughs> yeah, all I'm right. saying. Yeah. I'm really interested to see what Keith thinks. <sighs> I see where I, I completely understand where Gordon's coming from. The problem for me comes in to it's the total platform with it. You then get into the whole, and I understand want to move forward and windows 11 is the new thing. But now what if you're somebody that doesn't want to be on windows 11, you want to be on windows 10 and you're getting hit with the problems with Alder Lake. It's not a huge thing, but it is an issue. Um, the 5600G offers you a lot all in one package and they both offer the same thing. Both offer processors with, graphics abilities and stuff um but i just i feel like the 5600g is it gets you on a more at, at this point a mature platform which is you know code code name for older <laughs> but <laughs> it's a bit more mature the um the graphics side of things will be more solid um you know it's running the full radeon graphics stack so you're getting all of that uh and it's upgradable. You know, you're not you're not a hundred percent locked into it. So same thing with Alder Lake though. I was gonna say but the same argument stands on both. I feel like most of the arguments can be made for both of them. The problem that you run into with that that conversation is what's better for more people? Well, mm, that's not really what these awards are. Though. No, oh, sometimes yeah. they are. Sometimes they are. Sometimes they, they are. Be. Sometimes they can be, but it doesn't have to be. Do, do you yeah. remember in the Academy Awards when they said, "Well, this really was a masterpiece," but I'll tell you, <laughs> I really got into this movie really cheap. I snuck in there, <laughs> like, and it's cheaper. So now it is the best movie of the year. That is no universe how anything is ever picked for the best. All I'm, all I'm saying is, if I remember this correctly, Titanic won for Best Picture, didn't it? Like, come on. Yeah. And you knew how that was going to end. <laughs> but that's not just, because I Titanic just... was cheaper. Believe me, Titanic cost that year probably 10x what LA Confidential cost. So this is just for about me, money? Like, we just no. have to inflate the price on the 5600 for, for, for me, these are, both, these are both really great parts. They, and they in are. a vacuum... More people will probably buy 5000G in the short term, uh, especially because Intel, like they've been doing the last few generations for inexplicable reasons, launched only with the high-end Z600 series motherboards. That makes the value proposition of 12600K less so. If that being said, as a CPU by itself, 12600K kicks all kinds of butt. And I really think we've been saying, you know, wait for Alder Lake. Let's see what Intel's calendar punch is going to be. And they did it, and they landed it. And it's an uppercut to AMD. Like, AMD's been rolling the last few years. Alder Lake just turned the tables on that. And I think we'd be remiss to not, you know, honor that. Yeah. And also, uh, it's, it's again, it's a, it's a killer deal on the performance you're getting. So, and yeah. I would disagree that there will be more 5,600G sold. Sure. In the short term. Short term. Yeah. But I will tell you, when you add up the numbers in 12 months or 24 months, 
Intel is Intel, and they're going to sell a ton if you're, of these. If you're going by win because they're going to sell more, then they are going to, by default, win. I don't necessarily think that's a metric anyone should use. Like mm-hmm. most people bought this, so it's the best. I don't. I don't really believe that. I'm with you. You got to recognize that this is after there have been some real. It's been a really, really long rebuilding, right? And this is the first part, and now it feels like people want to dump on it because all it was already a phenomenal deal at whatever 290 bucks supposedly right and it's 260 for the kf part now people want to dump on it because it's not 200 dollars. i mean come on what, what, what do you want i mean i i think that's unreasonable personally i like the kf better personally i i wouldn't do it because i i you know the integrated graphics quick sync and you know the media encode decode stuff is is really handy in a lot of things. So I generally think I would want the K part, but yeah, no, I, I agree. KF is is attractive to some. Well, four hundred. If that if they ever make that line like that, I think that would be the one of the uh, Alder Lake parts that I would go. Yeah, that. Yep. But they haven't yet. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. Like, but they haven't yet. So the the part that I would think would be the best of them doesn't exist. And that's going off of what we've seen in the past. So that's just pure me guessing. So I can't pick that part. So <laughs> the Ryzen 5000G is just a little bit better. It's also vastly more expensive than the chips that it's replacing. Uh, yeah. Ryzen chip. Uh, the 12600K, if you remember, the 11th gen Intel parts were trash. Like, no offense, they weren't trash. They were not anything that... That's very offensive, actually. They weren't trash. They took a lot of hard work to make that happen. That being said, it was definitely showing the age of the 14 nanometer chip. Nobody recommended those parts over Ryzen whatsoever. 12600K is a massive step forward for Intel, whereas the Ryzen 5000G is just an iteration for AMD. That's a that's a fair, fair point. Uh, one question I have real quick, Gordon. Would you still say... Um... Would you st- recommend if somebody was going to pick up 12600K uh, to go DDR4, DDR5, Windows 10, Windows 11? <clears throat> well, poison. I would say DDR... Well, that's... I mean, that... It, it's kind of weird because you, I sort of have to view it in the vacuum that it is because we're picking best CPU, not best DRAM of the year, right? I know. I know. I, it just, you know... It, I, I would... You know, honestly, I would... Yeah, there's... There are definitely going to be some performance. It's not going to be quite as fast in some things in DDR4, but most people should build DDR4 if they're going to build at this this price, right? If you're going to do, but then you, I think the problem isn't really the price of DDR5. It's that it doesn't even exist. You can't find the stuff anywhere. I've talked to people like it's nowhere. So it's not even that I they would pay three hundred dollars for the RAM probably, and you could argue that yeah to get double the bandwidth is worth it but you know i think the practical decision is most people should build ddr5 with a with an i5 part right that's just that's just what you're going to do what does adam have to say about all this (laughs) i mean it's it's hard me personally if i was going to pick one uh, yeah 12600k all day uh for sure of course um but man, you know, when I think of like what I would recommend to m- most normal people, especially given the GPU stuff too, like, man, having that nice entry level part, you can upgrade it, you know, 
if you need to, to throw in a different chip. I, I know not that many people do it, especially people who kind of start off. Uh, but I, yeah, most people do a lot. I mean, also people got to realize <clears throat> most people build lap or they buy laptops. That is exactly normal. Exactly. People you can't. Will buy laptops. You can't. Elder Lake came out yeah. and kicked ass. You can't. It's give the best CPU with Elder Lake coming out and landing that counterpunch to an iterative Ryzen APU. Man, that's crazy to me. <laughs> This is why think- the people's choice is nobody cares about the people's choice. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, it's funny, though. I am I am watching the chat, too, and I feel like the chat is... I, I thought coming into it, the chat was going to be like, yeah, AMD. Uh, but there, there are, it's, it's kind of, kind of mixed. Uh, I do want to ask one more question. This isn't, this isn't a joke. There are some people asking, like, like, are, are we really not going to count the M1 Pro or the M1 Max? Like, well, it's not a PC. Well, one thing we're talking know, about right now, we're talking about desktop processors. So, true. give me a desktop M1 Max to consider that runs Windows. You know, that's okay. I, I mean, I'm just thinking all, all the things you're saying about oh, exciting chip progression. You know, like something that like is going to shake up the landscape. You know, the M1 obviously did that. It's a, it's an exciting part. Yeah, uh, no, it's a know. cool part. We're talking about desktop parts here. So, but I would again fundamentally okay. say it is. It would be fundamentally wrong to pick the best thing just because it's the cheapest. That's just simply, that's what we're saying here. It's the best thing because it's the cheapest. I'm sorry, that's... I'm, I'm, not, not, I'm not saying I'm not, it's the cheapest. I'm, I'm not, not wired it's to, the best I'm not the wired to, to... And then also saying. to ignore this. This is a phenomenal achievement, right? I'll tell you, 12 months ago, none of us were going, yeah, Alder Lake makes sense. We're like, what the hell is this? Are you going to really mix Atom cores or Core cores? <laughs> that sounds like a stew that's going to taste like poo, right? <laughs> Alder Lake comes out. Tasty. It is amazing for what it is, right? I mean, it's just like, wow, you've got those E-cores are, are really good cores. They're going to shake up low-cost computers, too, when they come out. And yeah. it's really an amazing part, which the expectations 12 months ago... Everybody was like, mm, this is the wrong way to go. This is like, what are you going to, it just, it made no sense. Right. So to, to dump on that achievement, to come back from eighth gen, eighth gen, just barely hung on ninth gen, ninth gen reboot was like, just getting kicked. 10th gen was like, Oh, it's just like, you're not even, you shouldn't even be playing. It's like, and the 11th gen was like, and that was only early this year. There were two Intel CPU launches here. 11th gen rocket lake came out this year people just panned it people just hardcore panned it right and i'll tell you everybody was like is intel done have they lost it like they're never going to come back the dynasty is over forever kind of stuff right but we are now back where like they can actually they can they can trade blows with amd's best and they can crush amd's best mid-range parts Right, it's just simply a how how much they want to do the crushing at the mid range. So I, how could you not recognize I, that to pick the cheapest? I, I will CPU. say that no, no matter what we pick, we're not dumping on the other one, right? Even if we pick the twelve six hundred K, we're not yeah. dumping on the fifty six hundred. Yes, you are. No, no, <laughs> no you're not. <laughs> no. See, truth you, is, I had both of these picked. Like that's what made this so hard for me, as I was like specifically the twelve six. When Titanic K. won, let me tell you, the L.A. Confidential people like me, they was like, we was robbed. It's like, that stupid <laughs> movie with all the CG and, come on. It was a terrible <laughs> movie compared to L.A. Confidential. But, you know, it cost more money, big budget, it appealed to the masses because, you know, it's a, it's a you know, romance story, whatever. The boat sank. 
Well, my my favorite thing is that this year this can actually be a debate and a discussion. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we have a pretty funny comment actually in uh, Twitch right now. It says uh, Northern Tech Hermit said, "I'm sorry. Does Alder Lake this year have a GTX 1050 equivalent built-in graphics on it? Nope." <laughs> <laughs> And like I said, I'm also going to be servicing the Ryzen in another category as well. So I feel like we could have our cake and eat it too here. I really think we'd be nuts to not give Alder like the nod. Like this is what we've been waiting for for five years and Intel landed it, man. Yeah, they delivered. Uh, Yeah. I don't think, uh, excuse me, I don't think uh, either Keith or myself are saying that Intel didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, we just have different reasons for We just wanted to be cheaper. We wanted to no, be like, that's, that's not why. We want to open up the box and find a $500 bill in the box. And then I like it. And then I will complain about not being a $1,000 bill. Why didn't you give me a $1,000 bill in the box? It's very easy to reduce it to just being cheap. But I think uh, both well, Keith and I did mention the whole like, ecosystem around the chip as well. Like what you're, what you're plugging into essentially with a chip. Well, and and that's why I asked, like, would you recommend DDR4, DDR5, Windows 10, Windows 11? You know, because I mean, it's you know, with without the without some of those extras, Alder Lake is not as exciting. Uh, doesn't make it a, you know. I disagree. I, look, the Windows 11 hate is silly, and it's and gonna look tested, and it performs just fine on Windows 10 as well. And it's going to look silly in six months. It's going to look stupid in twelve months because I'm, Windows 11 will only get better and you think Microsoft really wants to make you stay on Windows 10? No, they don't. Windows 11 is going to get all the focus, all the magic. It's just that's the way it is, right? So, I mean, that that's the other thing and some people have brought it up too is like Alder Lake is brand new. Like it's only been out for whatever a week or, or two, you know, and it's just like oh week. yeah, it's just like Yeah, but we've already tested it and know what it can do <laughs> though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a bit the, you know. Wait, wait. Yeah. So what is it? Wait, so it's too but, new? Is that the what? Well, no. It's I think it's I think Adam's point is fair because we've had this discussion around GPU side, right? Where like when the um Sorry, the NVIDIA cards came out, the 2000 series uh, card, 20 series cards came out, right? Like where it's like, you know, they came out and they're like promising these things are going to come. And we're like, we got to take what it is now, right? Alder Lake just came out. So we have to take the current state of Windows 10 versus Windows 11 and all that now as we discuss, right? Like, it we delivers. Can pro- I'm just saying we can project for sure. Like, I'm not saying that. Brad, you haven't said anything that it was just that uh, I feel like Gordon is projecting where it's like in four months, it's going to be cheaper in like X number of months. Windows 11 is going to be more robust. Like I feel like those things can't quite be used as arguments for this discussion just yet. Well, I agree with you. I just to also kind of counter what Gordon is saying. He's talking about Windows 11 in the future and all that jazz. I agree 100 percent. You need to buy what you can buy today and take that into account. I've always said that. Uh, everyone thinks you need Windows 11 to run the Elder Lake chips. You totally do not. If you go look, I think Gordon's maybe been testing it, but there's also been, if you go look at Gamers Nexus, you know, hardware and box stuff like that, they've done Windows 10 versus Windows 11 Elder Lake pieces, and it's good on both. You don't need Windows 11. You don't need to go to DDR5. You can if you want to, if you want to get all those future things, but you don't have to. Even on Windows 10, with what you have today with your DDR4 RAM, this chip kicks butt. Uh, I, I do want to just bef- before we try to finalize here, I do want to get the, the temperature of the chat. So in the chat right now, everyone just put 12600K or 5600G. I just not that it's it's going to determine anything. I, I just it's hard to tell where the chat is. We, we got a, a little bit on, on both. So uh, 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, somebody said it earlier. We're talking about best value versus like uh, mid range, right? You know. Yeah, they're they're very different categories. Or, or bu- so it is annoying to have this conversation. But I do want to point out a very good <laughs> point that was brought up earlier: 1080 Ti versus 2080. 1080 Ti was an awesome card at an awesome price. <laughs> DLSS does not run. DLSS does not run. This is not the same. This is not the same. No. Somebody give Gordon. Somebody brought that up earlier. Well, listen. Okay. Well, other than the other than the couple random people that are saying a 2600K, not not the same part. Not the same part. Though that that was a good part. Excuse me. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. Just take the one off. I, I would say, I would say, I'm leaning towards Intel because of my personal preference, but then also because, especially in the in the past couple of years, we've seen a lot of Intel hate, and to have this much, even if it was fifty fifty, to have it that close on the Intel side, and people are are you know showing up to to say, hey, you know what they. I, we're, we're not just AMD fanboys. Uh, that that makes me feel a little bit better. Uh, so, yeah, I, I okay. I kind of lean toward twelve six hundred K. I am happy with that as a solution. I still pick both, uh, just, <laughs> but you gotta have one. You gotta have one. Yeah, this so. just in. I, I got a memo. Twelve six hundred K will come with a one thousand dollar bill in the box. So maybe <laughs> that would change your mind. Then. I'm making that up. That's not true at all. I just realized when Dad was saying that 12600K is basically just a 2600K with a one in the front. So maybe it takes every 10 generations for them to land a stutter. <laughs> well, you, you know, the, if the 12600K sticks around as long as the 2600K. Yeah. Well, the, if wow. you think, look you at the KF me. part. The KF part is 264, right? And again, I think we mentioned this. Once you factor in inflation, that was the price of a 2500K. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh Somebody does Mike Brazone, a uh, friend of the show, says, "How about no winner? I could just do that." No, that just was the, oh. we did that the sixty nine fifty X year. Yeah, so. okay. it was deserved that year. Yeah, you know, <laughs> one thousand seven hundred twenty three dollars. I yeah okay. I, I mean, like I actually was coming into it, going to fight real hard for fifty six hundred G because I, I think it is an awesome part. It's it, it it stands the test of time, even though it's not exciting and it's not the newest thing. It is a, a, a solid part, a solid value, especially if you're having a hard time getting a GPU. You can use it in so many different ways. Uh, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say that second place is, is poo-pooing all over it. Uh, no. I still think They're it's both awesome. great. <laughs> but yeah, okay. I, I, I lean towards 12600K then. That's my vote. All right. We got a winner. Yeah. All right. Yep. Then uh, look at this. I'm well, going to flash it up. The, the, the winner of the uh, 2021 Nerdy for CPU is the Intel Core i7 12600K. Oh, crap. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> one second. One second. Let me, well, uh, while Adam is fixing that, here. I will five, say five. that uh, I God. am not denying how good of a chip Boom. Alder Lake uh, how good Alder Lake is. And the 12600K is a very fine chip. I uh, I think I've already outlined all my reasons. I don't need to go over it again. Yeah. I will say though, I find it interesting that on Twitch, the so on YouTube, most of the chat like is I would say like maybe two thirds are going for twenty six hundred. Sorry, twelve six hundred k. I don't know what's going on with my brain today. It's the first day back from vacation. Um, whereas on Twitch, the first uh, first um, 
votes out of the gate were 5600 g so we've mm-hmm. we've got an interesting split in the audience this year mm-hmm. yeah well in that case can i kick off gpu discussion let's do it yeah that, that is yeah. the next one so i'm the graphics card reviewer here at pc world uh there were in fact several graphics cards launches this year 3080 Ti, 3070 Ti came out. 3070 Ti was not worth the money. Uh, 3080 Ti was a kick-ass card. It's what the 3090 should have been. Basically, albeit for $200 more than it the 2080 Ti was. Uh, we also had 3060, RX 6600, and 6600 XT. Those are all $300-plus graphics cards uh, for 1080p, which I just can't get behind any of that. That's disgusting to me. That's gross. I understand there's supply reasons, all that jazz, uh, but can't recommend that. So it's kind of a bummer. Uh, the biggest regret I have ever on this show was an APU getting the win over the 1080 Ti back in the day. <laughs> but this year, I really feel like the best GPU for the majority of people out there, just in general, the thing that has saved budget gaming, if you want to play Fortnite or whatever with your homies, is Ryzen 5000G APUs we were just talking about. I don't think it stands up as best CPU for all the reasons we just talked about, but I genuinely think that is the best graphics card for a lot of people today. Don't pay those crazy scalper prices. Don't pay those crazy inflated prices. Go get yourself a Ryzen 5000G. Use those integrated graphics. Hopefully next year you can just drop in a graphics, a proper graphics card where you don't have to spend $300, $400 for 1080p gaming. Hmm. Sorry, I'm just, the silence from my end is just looking at the reactions in chat <laughs> to your argument. I, we, actually, we actually had a lot of people be like, oh, here comes GeForce Now. Yeah, that's what uh, I expected almost. Yeah, GeForce Now yeah. 3080 tier. Is well, the... but that's not out yet. Oh, it's not so, out yet? Mm-hmm. It is. It started rolling out mm-hmm. to some early people this week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I. But let me go ahead. Continue. I'll also nominate that later for something else. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wanted to nominate that now. Uh, because well, yeah. you can still do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to put it in there right now. GeForce Now 3080 class. And there's a, there's a. I feel like there's a valid argument for this. It's not cheap compared to the other GeForce Now options, but it's not $1,800. And you don't have to change any of your existing hardware to use it, and you can use it with one of those those Apple M1 chips. And your phone. I'm just saying, like, it, 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 it based CV. on the way today is and the way everything in the market is, I have, and I know latency is going to come up. Somebody's going to bring up latency. I'm not going to recommend. Yeah, I'm not going to recommend you play a Twitch shooter game on it. However, if you run that 5600G at 1080p and you try to crank the settings, it's going to run slow enough to where you're you're going to have enough latency on the system that it's going to be comparable to running it in the cloud. I know a lot of people don't like to talk would, about that part, but it's there. Yeah, no, For it's me, not, not a real 1080p. I, I agree. RTX 3080 GFN was one of my shortlist candidates for this because, like I said, there's really no graphics card it's that's not. worth recommending this year. But uh, to me, even though the, the thing with the RTX 3080 GFN thing, it's a very good Band-Aid if you need it, as is the Ryzen GPU, I think, or APU. Uh, the issue for me would be the limited game library support. Like, if you're looking to upgrade your hardware, 
you can run whatever you can run on the Ryzen 5000G. RTX 3080 GeForce Now. GeForce Now supports like 70 free-to-play games and over a 1,000 titles, uh, many of the most popular ones. But there are a lot of games that don't run on it. So that's yeah. the thing that had me give the Ryzen chip the edge. Yeah, it's a tough one because like there's a part of me that goes, maybe you've got... Now, if you... See, and I almost go, if, you, if you've got something now and it's just not quite there... I would I would lean for one, but if I had nothing and I had to build something, then the fifty six hundred G is a, a better option. But even with the fifty six, see, and I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Brad's a, a, a leg up because if you got the fifty six hundred G, you can still use GeForce now. <laughs> That's funny. It's true. Yeah, yeah. It's not an or; it's an and. Yeah, exactly. Also, I I want to. I know where Gordon's going, but I I want I want to throw this in How here too. Know? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the I would say actually I I did more cloud gaming on Xbox Game Pass this year than I did GeForce Now. Uh, on a graphics card. I, well, I mean. It has a in in PC. the same way that the GeForce Now is right. It is, uh, it you know. So. No, 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 no. <laughs> no? Xbox Why? Game Pass is the Xbox version of those games. That's very different. You can't play your PC games on Xbox Game Pass. I mean, we're not playing. We're not talking about what games we're playing. We're just we're just talking about best GP services. Yeah. I, <laughs> so I get where you're coming from, and I agree. It's a very good value proposition. But I would say that does not qualify, in my opinion. Because oh, interesting. It's it's that's Xbox. That's console gaming. <laughs> are, are so you're certain those are the Xbox instances of the games? Not, yeah, not the yeah, they are. Oh, okay. Yeah, <sighs> so which is still great. They're great, but I don't know. Not the PC GPU. Elena, you got any input? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I see. You want to clear the decks before you <laughs> you lay it on us? All right, okay, that's fine. I'm willing to play uh, play along. Uh, so my pick. Is also the 5600G. That's right, folks. I went with the same choice for both CPU and GPU this year. Um, I'm mostly quiet because there's just this part of me that's still gleeful that I broke Brad enough that he, he's even willing to consider voting for this after the experience in 2018. Um, well, Andy gave it, st- Andy gave it on the, the actual face. Every- <laughs> In the actual PC world, uh, best of, he gave the 5600G. It hurts. Mm, I know. It hurts. But apparently it didn't hurt so much that you forever shut it out as an option. So, I'm Work. a reasonable guy, even yeah. when it hurts. That's fair. <laughs> um, so I, I actually did consider GeForce Now 3080 uh, Ti tier as well. But I feel like given all the talks I've had this year, with different friends who are looking to build a PC. And contrary to Gordon's assertion in the best CPU discussion, most of the people I'm talking to are not doing upgrades. They are building whole new PCs from scratch. So they keep asking me like, yeah, so should like, what graphics card should I get? And I was like, how much do you want to pay for that? Like how much extra do you want to pay for that? They're like, really? It's still bad. I'm like, oh yeah. Yep. They're like, well, can I start with something else? Like, I, I want to have a PC. Like, I, I'm still doing other stuff on it. I'm like, well, you can start with an APU. They're available. The motherboards for them are affordable. You can get a RAM pretty cheap for them. It's not that difficult or that expensive to build with an APU right now. And so this is nice because, uh, you know, I just saw somebody mention in chat, they're like, I've got five up, or sorry, five down and five up for my internet connection. I don't think GeForce Now is going to be the 
best solution for me. And so for people like that or um, people who want to play more games than is available through the GeForce Now library, I just really think the APU is a, a great place to start because you can kind of have your cake and eat it too, as Keith pointed out. Actually, yeah, I, I, yeah, that is a, a great, <laughs> great thing. <laughs> just to go on that point, I mentioned on previous shows before, my ex uh, works at a school and the kids over the past two years since all this has happened, they've been very interested. They've been asking her to ask me, how do I get into PC gaming? I want to play Fortnite with my friends. I've got asked that two dozen times probably over the last two years. Whereas before, I almost never got that question. My answer was just play it on your iPad. Get an iPad, play it on an iPad in the, in the, in the, you know, for most of 2020. But the 5600G and whatever the other one is, the, the 7 class, changes that. That makes it so all these kids who are looking to get into PC gaming can get into PC gaming now on the strength of integrated graphics. And I think that's a very good thing for the kids and for PC gaming in general. So that was another factor for me nominating this. Yeah. And the nice thing about this is that when, hopefully when, GPU, uh, discrete GPU prices return to normal, then it's real easy just to pop one in and keep going. Uh, Front of the show, VC Jester says, Gordon is busy thinking about all the cinematic accomplishments that Ridley Scott has achieved. What, what, what are you actually really thinking, Gordon? What, what I'm, I'm thinking is I, I do want to uh, re-welcome people for, to the, the full nerd. Let's just settle for whatever we can get awards because that's what all of this discussion is about. GeForce now is, is wonderful. I love it. It is not PC gaming. Playing on integrated graphics at 720p may be medium. And getting yourself smoked all day by people with higher spec rigs in Counter-Strike or other Twitch games is no fun. We are at that point where, I've said this before, and it's been going on now for six months, 12 months. PC gaming is now actually to the point where it's being damaged. And I will tell you, the position you walk yourself into where you are now you are now happy to have a Mac MacBook because the, this is the end. This is going down the road to the end of the PC. Stream gaming, integrated graphics at 720p with, with high latency is not what the PC is about. It is not what PC gaming is about. It is about 360 hertz panels. It's about high res. It's about super low latency gaming. It is about textures so crisp your eyes hurt and you know what for that i would recommend i'm now going to formally nominate the geforce rtx 3080 ti because for 1200 dollars, if i could get one today i would buy it and i'm not going to listen to all those people say don't pre-order it this is a terrible deal if you can get a 3080 ti for list price you best buy it right now and i'll tell you the PC needs to continue to move forward to stay ahead. If we are just going to stop, put it neutral, and sit around while everybody improves, where while Google Stadia improves, where where stream gaming takes off, where ARM based gaming on on Mac OS gets better, that's that is just that is the end times, folks. That is the end times, and that is not the best product. We should be promoting the best things. If you can get a thirty eighty Ti, and you can, you got to be patient. I would say buy it. And I, that's my that's my pitch for the best. 
I know I'm not going to win. People going to recommend 720p gaming at maybe medium to low quality. Getting smoked in Counter-Strike as a way to play PC games. I don't think that's the way to do it. I would rather be with Brad and play games on an iPad, which is, frankly, bad for the PC. It's bad for PC gaming. It's bad for the PC. You move forward to win. You don't just throw it neutral and wait for everybody to pass you up and kick you in the butt as they go by. Mm -hmm. That's just nowhere to go. Well, Uh, here's the thing, though, Gordon. We're talking about the best of 2021, which means we are somewhat bound by the context of the year 2021. Uh, The second point also is the 3080 Ti, what is it moving forward per se? Because it's not new architecture. It is, you know... It's 3090 performance for 400 bucks. If you could get one, which goes back to point one, which is we are living in 2021. And you can get them. You can get them. People can get 3080 Ti's, <laughs> right? It's hard. It takes a lot of work. But I... is that really moving the PC forward, though? Like, you know, all, all of our kind of joking arguments aside where we're just kind of arguing to have fun. Like, is that really moving the PC forward, though, if it's turning people away from the whole idea of PCs? Like right now, I, there are so many people in chat saying, like, I got a console or I downgrade. I, there was one person who literally said that they downgraded from a 1080 Ti to an APU. I'm like, uh. I want to ask more about that. There's Probably no time. I'm doing a live it. show right yeah. now. You can sell that <laughs> yeah, thing. They're, they're, prof, they're taking up. Right. Um, but I mean, I don't feel like that's moving the PC forward if it if the disappointment is turning people away. Like yeah. getting getting stuff in people's hands is really important, honestly. I, uh, oh, holy smokes. I, Elena, I just got a 3080 Ti offer. Should I buy it right now? Uh-huh. Yes, and then flip only it. if it's twelve hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually, before we move on, I don't want to. I want to strenuously disagree with something that Gordon said. Uh, it might be kind of weird as a person who tests all these high-end graphics cards. I'm running two 4K monitors, HDR, all that jazz. I love high-end PC gaming, but to me, that's not what PC gaming is. That's not the heart of it. I believe Keith agrees because I believe your pin tweet is something along these lines. Uh, PC gaming is about accessibility and doing what you want with your stuff. If you have, I don't dump on people who game on a Ryzen 5000G. All these kids who want to get into PC gaming, they have no options to get the 3080 Ti. They have no options to even really realistically get the 6600, the Radeon 6600. Uh, to me, the beauty of PC gaming is being able to play on what you can afford having the flexibility of playing all these games, this wide ecosystem of games, playing on game pads, on controllers, on whatever you want. The Ryzen 5000G enables that, and it's actually getting PC gaming into people's hands, unlike all these graphics cards you can't buy. And usually I agree with you. I think something that pushes everything forward should be the winner on these. I was just arguing for that with the CPUs. But this year, I just really think Ryzen 5000G is the way to go. Every one of my graphics card reviews this year has ended on nobody should be buying a graphics card right now. Yeah, and it's just terrible. It's a terrible situation. But yeah, it sucks. People are getting them. I think people are getting them. Clearly, I've talked to people who have gotten them at the MSRP price. Right, you sign up for the list. It takes time. It's waiting in line. It's like anything in in high demand. You you can get them though. I just feel. We can't just simply settle into this settle thing because if we're doing this in 2022 where it's like, yeah, it's stream service or IGP is our pick for best GPU of the year. 
well, we need to start making plans for an exit I, because we need to take that off ramp. I would also argue that the 30 series doesn't tangibly advance PC gaming in any way. Like last year I voted for the 2080 Ti or something like that. Uh because ray tracing and DLSS move things forward. Uh there's a reason even on a year where it's hard to get graphics cards, like that's good, that's great. That's something to celebrate. This year I think the 3080 series is a little bit faster for a lot more money so there's no price to performance increase and there's no underlying technological advancements that would make me fly that flag over a part that people can actually buy for affordable prices in 2021 uh i do want to get to a couple super chats real quick because they they were piling up brian goodman gave us ten dollars said fortnite is what's wrong with the world uh vc jester friend of the show gave us five dollars said technically gordon if you want 1080p 300 fps you want a 6900 xt read brad's review (laughs) (laughs) correct uh and uh mac drew 421 gives five dollars thank you said uh, i agree with gordon the maximum pc mindset never left him 5950x and the rtx 3080 were the best products of the year in their opinion well 5900 of 20, 20, yes, 20. yeah, definitely. No, and, and it's just, I, I'm just, this is not good. This is this is really grim. This is horribly grim. And this does not paint a, a good path forward for PC gaming, PCs period. I IGP is, it is an ends to a means, but I don't think it, if you sit somebody down on an Xbox and they then sit down and play IGP gaming, I'm afraid you're going to lose somebody to consoles. You're going to lose them to other things or even streaming. I just, they, it's better than nothing, but sometimes I, I feel like we, we gotta, we gotta keep pushing forward. You know, you said ends to, to the means. And I think that is really the story of 2021 when it comes to graphics cards. I just feel it's wrong to reward that. And because it's sort of like saying, yeah, we can settle for this. Then next year it's like, yeah, you were happy with it last year, you know? I mean, if you look at the 6600 XT, if it launched at the same price as the 5600 XT did, that would have been a killer graphics card. Same thing with the 20, 3080 Ti versus 2080 Ti. But that's the thing. They're barely moving forward. Like They are, they are a bit faster, yes, but they're $100 more at MSRP. That's before the AIB tax on $100 to $200 for their custom versions, of which they're only selling the high-end ones. And then... Okay the retailers add their tax and then people buy those and you buy them for even higher on eBay. Like it's just realistically, a lot of people are not going to buy, be buying these. And I don't think we can reward any graphics card this year, be it the fault of NVIDIA and AMD or be it the fault of logistics or some mixture of all that. I don't can't recommend graphics cards right now. I see that's, that's my problem because um, yeah, the 3080 Ti is the symbol of what I've picked. Clearly, 6900, 6600, 3070 Ti. Basically, what I'm saying is high-performance gaming is what makes the PC great, is what keeps us ahead of everybody else. And if we're basically saying we're going to go for the opposite of high-performance gaming... Now, if we could get IGP to where, like, damn, this is... You know, hey, I've got sort of like an Intel or AMD version of the, the M1X with all that, you know, massive memory bandwidth, right? That would be different when we get there. Right now, I just feel like we got to keep our eye on high-performance gaming, and GPUs do that right now. I just feel like Mm, you get off that. 
Uh, I don't, again, I disagree that high-performance gaming is the pinnacle. I agree it pushes everything forward. But these Ryzen chips are giving you Xbox, not the Series X, but the last gen, the, the Xbox One class console-quality gaming on a chip that also lets you build a whole computer with a CPU and a GPU for 250 bucks, 300 bucks. Like, that is advancing. Yes, it's on the lower end, but that is advancing the cause. Yes. It's settling. It's not settling. It's, it's well, and it's such a broad spectrum that we're trying to move here, Gordon. Let me and let me like give you good. Time. I'm going to give you an example from the ancient old days. There was this thing that Intel started making. It was called integrated graphics. And basically, during the the heyday of Intel integrated graphics, where basically most Americans would buy a desktop PC with nothing but integrated graphics, there would be no GPU here. Asia. Europe, they always bought GPUs. That was the darkest days for PC gaming. And basically, it was like, because that, you basically, your monitor would run, but your games wouldn't run. But people could not understand why, why is the gaming so bad? Why is it so ugly? Well, it's because you've got integrated graphics, but the monitor runs. That settling for, well, it does run. It looks horrible. I mean, the, the, the texture looks like a water paint, but it was a really, really dark time for us. And when you just go for, when you aim for the highest and your highest is making it to everybody, the lowest everybody can afford, that brought us to nearly the end. That was nearly the end of PC gaming. So I'm just saying that's why I would always pick shoot for the moon. So Gordon is saying that he has PTSD. No, because it's just like this. Do you know the reason why Ryzen 5000 is so kick ass? It's because AMD says, we are going to shoot for the moon. We are going to clean Intel's clock. And they did it. That's when, what they're doing with the integrated graphics here. Yeah, but game it when, it, when AMD did that with like, you know, we're going to make ARM parts for servers. It's like, oh, this is, yeah, this isn't going nowhere, right? I mean, I'm just saying this is the same thing. It is what it is, but I just don't think it would fit in any, in my definition of best. So, but that's fine. I've said my piece. I've already lost. I know I've lost. I just want to advocate for high performance, low latency, high resolution, everything that we have come to expect of PC gaming. Keith, you were going to say something. Sorry. We kept cutting you off. Oh, no. I was just going to mention, at least with the 5600G, and I know at one point it came up that it cost more than the one that it replaced. However, it does have... 50% 50% more cores than the last generation. It does run much faster. It did increase the speeds and the band. All, all the things, like it improved across for what integrated does. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with Gordon. I understand that. There's the sentiment. I want to say, yeah, the 3080 Ti or the, the 6900 XT, but the reality is you get in line. Uh, also, we just got a $2 super chat from Dark Helmet. Thank you, friend of the show. Uh, said, join late. How about mobile GPUs? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much green only, right, at this point. So <laughs> I guess you could say a 3080 laptop GPU if you wanted to. And, they, the and they've, actually, they've been far easier to find. Um, I would say AMD... Is a it's a really good part. It's just really hard to find. It's just there's just not that very many of them. Wait, it's really hard to find had, like a thirty eight ETI? <laughs> no, there. I mean, mobile parts. It might be as hard. It may be easier to get a thirty eight ETI than it is to get a 
uh, AMD graphics in a laptop. I haven't really looked in the last you know couple months, but it's like they came out in a few laptops, and you know they're just if you can get it, it's a good part, but it is hard to find. It is it is Nvidia's world in in laptops, so thirty series if you want to say so, and you can get those generally far easier to get. Cost you money though. Um. I just want to point out that I think Brad has a hard out, and we've got <laughs> yeah. six more categories to go. Oh, all right. <laughs> Probably should get moving. I, mean, I the, think the, the next are the ones are ones. less controversial. Yeah, yeah. The, these are the big ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, it, it was funny uh, earlier. There was a back-to-back chats that I think uh, exemplifies this. Uh, VC Jester, friend of the show, said hooking people into the gaming ecosystem will do far more for PC gaming than the highest performing parts, which I actually agree with. But then literally the next chat after that is uh, Sam GH, uh, the friend of the show, said, uh, but I should say that I agree with Eleni Yee. I've literally bought Xbox Series X because of the current GPU state. So both are true. <laughs> the GPU is turning people away from PC gaming, uh, but the 5600G hopefully is bringing more entry-level people in. So, mm-hmm. oh, God. <laughs> Got to start them somewhere. Yeah, you know, a little bit of churn. Is well, it's already cheaper. three versus one, so it doesn't really, at this point, it's just simple. Okay. You can look <laughs> cool at them. Okay. Yeah, I'm the right one. <laughs> 5600G. Yeah, I think that. I think that's the one. Is that, uh, is that what we're going to go with? Well, I guess so, because Keith originally was GeForce Now. I don't know if he changed his vote. So. Yeah, I can vote. It'll still, it won't change anything, but I'm going to hold forward on my GeForce now. <laughs> so that means you're the tiebreaker, Adam. Yeah, 5600G. Yeah, I, I can't. I, I, yeah, it, it's, I mean, not that it's great. I'm not like sitting here being like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, 5600G. It's more just like, yeah, okay. I don't know. It's, I'm a little hell yeah. Okay. FSR works on it. Yeah. I'm also with Gordon to some respect, and this, you guys have no idea how much this pains me having this discussion. <laughs> that's that that's part of the reason why i went for the the the, yeah. the geforce now 3080 like it's you get the ray tracing you get the, the features you get all of that there's 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 a hold back there is the latency issue i get it but for me it's kind of a trade-off that i would make i've used it on my laptop and even on wi-fi it was it's pretty cool i would rather play games on my laptop using it than using the 1650 that's in my laptop there you go. Yep. So, yep. No, I, I I agree, but yeah, I think I'm going to go with 5600G. So I'm 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 putting it up on the on the uh, on the board. The 2021 Nerdy for best GPU uh, goes to the AMD Ryzen 5 5600G. Did I spell that right? Yeah, yes. Ryzen 5. Yep. All right, cool. Looking good. <laughs> Sweet. Then the the next one is is a fun one. Let's. Let's get to cases. Um, yeah. So I actually, I, I don't know the full list. It's not going to be comprehensive. I think it's just more like, hey, what cases did we see this year that we, we thought were fun? So best is, you know, subjective here, uh, like everything else. But yep. any, any cases anyone wants to, wants to throw out? Well, I feel like this is my beat, so I probably should <laughs> start this off. Uh, so, uh, admittedly, I didn't see as many cases as I wanted to this year. And I even... Given that I still had a hard time choosing, um, but I I went with the ATX choice as opposed to Mini ITX because I feel it's a little more accessible. But I'll still mention the I- Mini ITX after as my runner up. And 
my choice would be the Montec X3 Mesh. Um, it is a decent airflow case, uh, but more importantly, it is a highly affordable case in that it is $70. And I checked last night, it's still about $70. Um, and I think it's even on sale on Newegg for 64 right now. And the reason why this is such a big deal, I'm talking about price, is because this case comes with six, I mean, like literally six RGB fans. Like you basically are buying the RGB fans and getting a case thrown in <laughs> for free. Like that is how insane the value is on this case. So you get, you get your prettiness, you get your airflow, and you get a pretty easy build because it's a standard mid tower case. And so that's why it's my pick for best case. I will say though, I want to give a shout out to the Meshlicious, um, which is a mini ITX case, a uh, 14 liter case. So it's not super small, but it's fairly compact, still smaller than Cooler Masters um, NR200. And that one is like 110 which is pretty good for that compact of a case in the whole, you know, small form factor case area. And more importantly, this case not only has mesh, so you get the airflow thing that everyone loves, but it accommodates full ATX power supplies. And so that's kind of a neat feature. So if you're looking to do a more special build or like a compact build, I like the Meshlicious as a choice, but as a general pick as best case overall for the year, I it's hard to beat the value of the Montec. You get the aesthetics and the performance. See, I thought you were going to bring up the Lian Li O11D Mini, what, the, whatever that new one was. Uh, I think the O11D uh, line in general is very popular. Uh, they're good-looking cases. They're popular for a reason. You can really build some nice show pieces with them. But I don't think they're necessarily the most practical i think for the if you followed if you follow the channel you know i'm very like it's for the people like how many people can we reach with this like this is make it easier to get into pc building and i think when you spend like 120 to 130 dollars for a beautiful case that's great but if you're most people are on a budget so if you can get looks and performance and afford that and still be able to put money towards upgrades elsewhere in the build. I'm all for that. Those look pretty nice. Move up from a Ryzen 5 5600G to a Ryzen 7 5700G. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Uh, I was, um, I'm easy, so I'm just going to go. This is the first time in a decade. I don't think I've actually touched a new case this year, which is super weird. It's 2021, continuing to be weird. Uh, I was going to all through Elena's stuff and some other reviews and i had picked the leanne lee 11 d air midi uh just because that looks pretty cool but i 100 percent defer to elena so what she said i say sweet gordon keith i um, i defer to elena because i don't i honestly have not seen the amount of what cases. i watch yeah i mean you know i i thought i i do disagree sometimes i i think you have it some there's really a, a lot of people out there who it's about looks first and it's about RGB first. So the cost that they may actually pay more for it for the looks and, and the and the and the RGB. So but the fact that you're getting all those RGB fans is is pretty good. So oh, somebody's asking, does it come with a hub? 
Do we know? Mm, trying to remember. Mm. I doubt it at that price. I don't think mm. so. Uh, also, t- talking about looks and, and one that's probably selling the most, uh, the what is the H510 Flow, the the new H510 with with a mesh front, right? <laughs> I, Even the older one. The H510 <laughs> is uh, Flow is such a sad story for me because that is a very decent case. I think it's um, like I even said in our video, like I think it's a good beginner case for a lot of people. But I I felt like, and this is not entirely fair to NZXT, but I felt like I couldn't. I couldn't nominate it because it got hit so hard by the shipping issues. So originally that case was supposed to come out at $75 MSRP and they had to inflate it up to 110. And that is purely because of logistics right now. And it's not their fault, right? Like that's just kind of the state of the world. But unfortunately, I mean, you put it up against other cases that aren't suffering from that currently because they managed to get it to the U.S. or wherever sooner. And it's just, as a consumer, it's hard, you know? Like, I do want to acknowledge that it, it's it's a good thing they came out with that case. I think it's it's good that they expanded their options for people so that you can quiet all the internet uh, commenters that are like, oh my God, you're going to kill your PC because that doesn't <laughs> have a mesh front. So, but it kind uh, of, 2021 is what it is, right? Keith, you got any you want to shout out? I I do. Um, this was actually kind of hard. There was there's a lot of good cases that came out this year, but um, to go against the way I've been going so far and go full Gordon on here, I'm going to um, I'm going to throw out the Fractal Design Torrent. Yep. Oh, I was just about to bring yeah. that one up too. Yeah, because that 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 looks pretty cool. That case caught me off guard. I was all about the O11 Air Mini. And then I saw this thing, and suddenly I cared about big cases again. <laughs> because it looks like a wind tunnel in all the right ways. <laughs> it's a good design. I, I like that front. I've, I've always liked fractal design. It's, it's well, appealed to me. Well, they did that. They put they, So they, they've switched things up. So this is, what I, this is why this case got my attention more than most anything else this year. It does have the dual chamber design going on. But the power supply is back at the top. And, you know, they, they were able to have intake at the bottom and the front and the back is this delightful mesh all the way through. There's no like solid parts in the back of the case. So air is able to just jet out of it and not soak anywhere. But the power supply is now in a little cradle at the top and it's away from everything without it being at the front. So Cooler Master did the, the uh, CM600 a couple of years ago where it had the bottom to top um, airflow, but the power supply went to the front. And it kind of messed with this flow pattern where your your graphics card turns into this big wall to your CPU, and that doesn't happen with this case. So I do like the case that Elena pointed out. The Montex, Montex's a fairly newer name brand, and they're doing some really good work. And I've had my hands on one of their cases as a smaller one, but it was very well built, and I have no problem with the pricing. But out of what I've seen this year, the Fractal Design Torrent is – yeah. So I have a question. For, I have a question for you though, Keith. Like you actually mm-hmm. like that top mounted position because I find that it really changes the balance of the weight in the PC unless you're filling it with a ton of stuff. You know. <laughs> yes, it doesn't make it perfect. I just like that it's. So take the five ten the the, the mesh. It feels like it felt like so so repetitive so like the same design over and over with a few little things this looked like somebody went into a room and said don't come out until you made something that doesn't look like what's already out there (laughs) okay 
And I like the I like the idea of power supplies on the top anyway, just because that's the way airflow tends to go in a case. And having it on the bottom, that just means you're putting your PSU air, unless you vent it out the bottom, but even still some will come up into your CPU and GPU. So having it on the top, I think it's win-win. So I it's had like I said, it's had me since since they announced it. And I was like, okay, yeah. I want one. I haven't bought it. My my nice little quiet case is doing me fine, but this will be my next case. <laughs> I guess I think I'm a little biased because uh, I saw the case. I liked what I saw, but uh, I live in an area with not a lot of room. So I mean, you you got to have some you got to have That's some fair. real estate at home for a case of that size, you know. Also, it costs 190 bucks. So, Gordon, hush! You don't care about cost. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's well, not, pushing, I mean, I'm pushing the PC forward. <laughs> most learned, expensive thing. I, I've learned here it's whatever's lowest cost. So low bid is like we're doing a government contract here. It's $5 less. Give it to me. Um, I, I do want to shout out. I, I feel like this is the year that I, I, every year I get a little more interested in smaller cases, uh, you know, and being like, oh, this is interesting. You know, I, I'm, I'm curious to see it. Obviously, I, I'm building one uh, next week, so. I don't want to tip my hand to anything, but I, I think the two that I saw a lot of excitement for was the, uh, what is it, NR200P Max, so a bigger version of the NR200P, uh, and then the Lian Li Q58 uh, with with the, the interesting like uh, like door design, uh, which is kind of cool. So, yeah, I, I, I feel like there's a lot of good small cases. Funny, yeah, there's uh, some cool cases for sure there are yeah yeah and gordon came in he, he saw a box for for a small case and he's like i don't get it i just i just why why do people like small cases but i, I feel like I, i'm i'm starting to look in you know and be like oh you know what i, I almost kind of like it as like a, a little puzzle i've built in a nor- enough normal size cases i'm like okay maybe it's time for me to step up my game and, and try a, a fitting stuff They're and fine. do a smaller case uh or, i mean and then you get to watch me do it on stream and and crash and burn uh it'll be so, fine um be actually the the one the other one i came in here and there were some people in chat uh, who had mentioned it was the, the fractal design torrent i mean the i i, I like the montech I, I like what you're going for with with that for sure but yeah i mean if that that fractal design torrent is, is a really cool and like i said fractal design is always I've, I've always uh preferred them uh but yeah so i mean honestly i think yeah, there's there's probably nothing too crazy. I, so, what are you voting for? I'm I, I'm fine to go with the Montec, honestly. Like, <laughs> uh, just because I, I I like uh, Elena's uh, opinion on it, and I mean she is the expert. So, well, <laughs> I like the fact that the Fractal has better airflow. So, I think I'm going to vote for that now. Oh, <laughs> so now you're switching your vote. <laughs> I still oh, have I'll a majority. I'll still, I'll stick with I'll the I still have a majority. <laughs> well, either one of these I'd be fine with. I defer to the case expert. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, it's cool cases. A lot, a lot of cool cases. A lot out of there cool for cases sure. right yeah. now. So it's, it's, it's fun. It, uh, has, has the, uh, supply and availability been a, a problem? <laughs> oh, I guess you said the, the, or the, uh, the NZXT no. one. Uh, for the N6T one, that was been affected definitely by shipping issues. Mm. For the Montec, I actually checked with them and I was like, hey, I know uh, like shipping's kind of an issue. Are you guys going to be raising the price on this? Because I would expect it a yes. And they're like, no, we don't plan to raise the price on that. I was like, oh, really? Oh, nice. Oh, nice. What what was the, the model number on the Montec? I'm sorry. I had... X3 Mesh. X3 Mesh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm going to punch this into my chart so we can uh we can keep going oh crap well hit the wrong button 
Oh, no. Well, while you're doing that, I guess we can move on to best accessory. Uh, oh, that's easy. You want to start it off then? I, uh, I, I, I always vote for the latest of the uh, Xbox Series controllers. They are very comfortable. They work really well with uh, within Microsoft Windows operating systems. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what else came out this year. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Okay. Well, did you buy that new one that just came out then? Mid this one? There's a new one. There's like the is it like the Forza specific one? I forgot. It was like supposed to be tailored to a game or something. Oh no, no. This is the universal one. It works for it's tailored for all games. <laughs> no, 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 I know. But <laughs> no, since you're just... saying that you were going with whatever version came out that year, I wasn't sure. Oh yeah. That. <laughs> no, no, the actual series uh version of the controller because like, okay, honestly controller. Yeah, it's one of those things, like, you look at it in pictures, and you're like, oh, it's just the new one, and then you use it, and you're like, oh, oh, they they did make some changes, oh, this is very comfortable, I like these new shoes, I'm going for a run, kind of thing. <laughs> uh, so. Okay, I, I fixed the graphic, going to flash it over real quick, the 2021 Nerdy uh, of P- PC case goes to the Montec X3 Mesh. I think I uh, spelled it right. So congratulations, Montek, a, a new player in the game. I'll, I'll have to check that out. Uh, but yeah, back to back to accessories. So controller over from Keith. What uh, what else we got? Well, I think when I think accessory, I think peripherals. So I'm not sure if my pick will really fit in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's an but I didn't pick Epic peripherals. Game store. I found nowhere else to put this. I wanted to nominate Corsair's MP600 Pro XT SSD. Uh, this is the year we're starting to see the new Fizon controllers come out, and they are ridiculously fast. Uh, the MP600 Pro XT in particular is about just as fast as the, uh, I forget the name, the, Fire, the Fire Cuda. It's faster than the, the 980 Pro. Yeah, the, the, Fire, the Fire Cuda 530 is top of the line, but it costs like it. The MP, the Corsair MP600 Pro XT uh, is just a hair behind, just a hair behind, way faster than your standard PCIO 4 SSDs at this point. Uh, blazing fast speeds, good price of performance for a high-end thing like this. We're finally starting to see PCIe 4 stretch its leg. And to throw it over the top, you could spend an extra 25 bucks to get one that has integrated water cooling plumbing built in, which I just think is dope. So... For me, I'm going to pick an SSD. I'm not sure if it fits, but I couldn't find anywhere else to mention it. No, it it makes sense. Uh, I think it fits here. I can second that. That, Those Fuzzon controllers are really impressive, apparently. So, way to go, because the original ones were first-gen, and these are pretty smoking. So, I I can second that one. Now they're fast. And the price is nice. That one slipped past me. Can I change my vote? (laughs) I need a a bigger SSD. I've I've only got a one terabyte (laughs) in mine. I would like to have the bigger ones. And... (laughs) Uh, yeah. Gordon, Gordon, you got one? No, I'm I'm with Brad on that. I was gonna pick something like I, you know, I have a horrible chair at home. I sit on like pillows to make my back not hurt. I kind of like that new Razor chair that they they benchmark asses to to make sure it's comfortable for you. And I really like you know the fact that they put that kind of research into it. Maybe it might actually be a comfortable gaming chair because most of the gaming chairs are you know eh. So I'm, I'm, but you know, yeah, I would definitely take a, 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 a super fast gen four SSD over comfort from my butt, I guess. But even though it Priorities. is really, really attractive to get like 
a comfortable chair, possibly. Nice benchmark assets. I like it. Uh, I'm going to throw one in there. I'm, I think every year I always bring an audio pick because I'm the audio guy. Uh, but I, I've been testing and uh, I need to, yeah, I, I got a video planned coming up, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Uh, the uh, Creative Sound Blaster um, Katana V2. The uh, a sound bar for your PC. The the Katana oh. V1 was very very well liked, very well respected, uh, and the V2 steps it up in, in every way. Actually, if if you want a good video to to watch now, uh, 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 Hardware Canucks has a, a video up for the Katana V2. It's yeah, I, you know, as, as somebody who likes high end gear, likes Super X5, likes uh, good audio, uh, it, it's kind of cool. I I'm, I mostly work and game with headphones. Uh, so, so I was like, okay, well, as, as long as that doesn't get hurt by having a, a, a sound bar and it, it doesn't, I mean, the, the decks are awesome. You get RGB lighting across the bottom and in a pinch, if I need to turn on the, the mics uh, or the uh, speakers and then I get really good speaker quality, but man, is it loud? It like at, tw- at 25%, but that thing is just like earth shaking. I'm just like, all right, guys, nice. well, when I talked to him, I was like, this is this is probably too loud. Is there a way to tune it down? I feel like I'm always like hovering between one and five. I'm like, could you give me a little bit more at the bottom range? But uh, yeah, so my pick is, is that. So we, we got it all over the place. I don't know how we pick, uh, how we vote for this one. I feel like there's three in alignment, though, already. Yeah, three so, on, the, on the MP600. So XT. at this point, you okay. you and me, like me and you, Adam, we're just okay. expressing yeah. our uh, <laughs> our desires here. Well, step no up your audio game. You can't get a GPU right now, so step up your audio game. Uh, I know you want to. So what, Corsair MP600, what? XT. MP600 Pro XT. Yeah. Pro XT. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well. Uh, if you're if you're already calling it, I, I'll just insert my opinion as you do that. Please do which it. Which was uh, originally so for some reason in my vacation haze, I was like PC accessory. Does this mean for PC building? So I limited myself specifically to PC building, and I was like, what's the flashiest thing out there? And I was like, ah, oh, crap. The Unifan Infinity version isn't ah. out yet because that's the one that I'm waiting uh. for. The, one with the mirrors. Oh, <laughs> I can't come soon enough. That's probably spoiler. It's probably gonna be my 2022 pick. Um, <laughs> so I was gonna default to just the um, the AL version that they came out with this year, since that's a little more RGB. But Corbin, shout out to friend of the show Corbin in uh, Twitch. He's like, they're like, um, you know what the best accessory for PC. Uh, the PC this year is a handkerchief to dry your tears, and I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you, get, you get the the Google uh, or I'm sorry, not the Google, the Apple uh, Apple towel, a little hand towel. Oh God, that's polishing cloth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, yeah. If if we're okay to move on, uh, then I'm I'm going to flash up the the winner of the uh, 2021 Nerdy uh, for best accessory is the Corsair MP600 Pro XT. You gotta upgrade your SSD. You just gotta upgrade your SSD. Uh, so yeah. Oh, good on them. Uh, also, yeah. That's super chat. Oh, that's super a missed chat. opportunity oh, for us. Oh crap! PC World <laughs> Mousepad. Actually, I I use mine. It's from the old shop. Uh, we don't we don't really sell that anymore. But, oh oh crap! Yeah, PC World right? merch. Oh, right. Dang it! <laughs> that's a missed opportunity. Oh, man. <laughs> Could have been the the polo. The polo was really well liked. Yeah, the we polo got, was oh, man. You know what would actually, really be actually, good though, Adam? What what? Mid roll. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. You know what? Oh, my goodness. I, I keep forgetting. Yeah. What's really good is security on your PC. It, it doesn't matter if you get a 5600G, a, a RTX 3080 Ti. You need to keep it safe. You need to have uh, cybersecurity features uh, on on your PC. And you can get that with Avast 1. Uh, definitely go over to Avast.com. See, see uh, what they've got over there. A free version has uh, free antivirus, free VPN for connected to... to uh, Public Wi-Fi networks uh, and free firewall protection. But if you want to, you want to step it up. You want to step up your your security game. Uh, check out the the premium version that is even more advanced protection. Uh, so yeah, go, go learn for more of that over there. Wow, I, that ad read is a little late. Uh, but I, I will say um, just a, a quick little teaser before we move on for uh, for an accessory. It's not out yet, so I couldn't nominate it. But guess what? There's going to be full nerd ugly sweaters for Christmas. <gasps> yep. Uh, yep. So. Keep your eye out for that one. Anyway, can't uh, wait to horrify my friend. <laughs> so uh, let's mo- let's move on to the laptop. Uh, Gordon, I think we're going to default to you for best laptop because uh, hmm. you're the main laptop guy. This year was kind of crazy because we saw Ryzen five thousand mobile, which awesome, awesome parts. We saw both U and H on on Ryzen five thousand. Really good, really good parts. You know, this is more of performance oriented crowd though. So uh, looking at you know. Unlike desktop, where they can wait three years, Intel immediately came out with Tiger Lake H. Tiger Lake H is is I, overall, I think, better. And then I was looking for God. I'm really I'm really torn because I clearly one of the one of the fastest laptops this year that we saw was the GE seventy MSI GE seventy six Raider. It's got all the RGB, which is what makes it so much um, faster than everything. But it's got yeah. Tiger Lake H. It's got 3080 at 165 watt TGP. And in fact, Apple, it's one of the, the laptops that Apple has said, look, we're not as fast as this MSI GE76 Raider, but, you know, they use more power and, and they're louder. But to me, a lot of people who only care about performance, they actually have Apple come out and say, admit that they're actually slower than the GE76 Raider makes it um, my pick. It's kind of a a, a gimme in a lot of ways. I mean, you're looking at a 17.3 inch, 360 hertz laptop with top end CPU, top end GPU. It's not cheap. It's it's big. It's fast. It's loud. Uh, I really do want to give a shout out, though, to the other laptop, though, the Asus Flow X13, which I thought was just Kind of one of the coolest concepts. First, it came out with the Ryzen 9 HS part, so 35 watt, you know, an H class almost um, CPU. But then, you know, if you and it had 16 GTX 1650 on board, and it's a convertible two in one laptop. But if you if you want to get your game on or you need a big fat RTX GPU, there was also an optional uh, GeForce RTX 3080. Uh, external dock running over a dedicated PCIe gen uh it had four it had all eight lanes of of uh, of uh, PCIe for the external graphics so it was it, the, as a concept amazing pretty cool for people who kind of don't want to bring their fat GPU with them all the time but i think as a practical matter you know for a lot of people who are going to buy a, a laptop primarily for gaming maybe some content creation as well it's going to be really hard to beat that uh, GE76 Raider. Well, uh, we got some people in the chat. What about the new M1 MacBook 
Was. I was I was I was gonna say that isn't the Raider the laptop that Apple specifically chose to go against? Yeah, there's a reason for that. Enough said. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean they were saying, yeah, hey, look, we're not as fast as the Raider. Uh, I thought I actually really thought about it. Should we give a shout out to to Apple because again, what they've done with the M1 Max uh, is 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 pretty awesome. It's a really good part. It did not end all intel and amd parts and nvidia parts it did not as much as the hype hype machine was going there and all the all the chest puffing on on twitter it's not there for what it is it's amazing for what people want which is gaming for a lot of pc people there's a big gaming component there's a big content creation component there's a big ass windows component so that's just not going to work it's (laughs) i will tell you if you want the very best mac buy the macbook pro if you want the very best pc you're going to buy a PC laptop running Windows like the GE76 Raider or the mm-hmm. Flow X13. It's just not no contest, frankly. I don't know. You know, people believe what you want to believe. You have fun on Mac Island. Have fun on it. So <laughs> I got to say. All right. Any other nominations for, for laptop? I, uh, I had a couple that Please. I wanted to nominate, but I agree with Gordon. That's a very good pick. Uh, I wanted to shout out the Asus ROG Strix G15 Advantage Edition. I think what AMD is doing with its mobile parts are great. It's a shame, as Gordon mentioned earlier, you can't find them in a lot of laptops. Like It's actually hard to find them because what they're doing with the Advantage Edition uh, you know, policies, whatever you want to call it, initiative, uh, actually tangibly works towards fixing a lot of issues people have with uh, their laptops, like you got to have a nice screen, you got to have keyboard that doesn't get too hot under the WASD keys, even under full load. I think things like that should be celebrated, and the parts inside of it kick butt. So that's the reason I wanted to bring that up. I also just wanted to quickly bring up. I don't think it should win, but I want to give a shout out to the Framework laptop. I'm a big believer in repairability. Somebody just said that in the chat. And Framework is definitely advancing that cause, and shout out to them. Uh, I don't think it should win Best Laptop, but I think it deserves to be mentioned. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yep. All right. Sweet. Uh, my my pick was uh, uh, what Gordon had mentioned earlier, the, um, the Asus one with the external... The proprietary external RTX thirty eighteen, yeah, no, yeah. It's... I I I like eGPUs. I, I like messing with them, but they've never <laughs> been the best thing for performance. So that thing uh, is is a way around it. I, I like that idea, but I, yeah, I, I yeah, I don't think it's going to win. Uh, Keith, Elena, I'm I'm with Gordon. I you know looked over his his stuff on that laptop, and it's pretty awesome. It definitely smokes my little Zephyrus G14. <laughs> I think the fact that the Apple picked that to compare against says enough. In my yeah, opinion. yeah, and the fact that you're actually admitting it's it's not it's not faster, but you know, there's efficiency is one thing, but raw performance, mm-hmm. they even admit it. Like no way. Anything you wanted to shout out, Elena? No, actually, like literally my two nominations were like first up was the MSI Raider. And then second was MacBook Pro 16 with Apple M1 Max. Just kidding. That's literally what <laughs> <I'm obsessed>. JK. <laughs> I like that. Uh, okay. Then I think that, man, that was, uh, that was another, another easy one. Uh, look at that. We're, we're just blowing through these. Uh, I'm going to flash it up right now. The, uh, 2021 nerdy for the best. PC laptop is the MSI G76 Raider. The uh yeah, 
awesome laptop. Super cool looking. Uh, I dig it. So, all right. Um, this this is always an interesting one. Uh, PC game. Best PC game of the year. Is it uh, World of Warships? Uh, does, that, does that hang? <laughs> I still play it. I was playing it last night. Yeah. <laughs> They just updated their water physics. Oh. Yeah. Really? Oh. Fancy. I like it. No, nobody wants to give the award to uh, the new world? I was going to see you. Oh, gonna... Actually, now I'm it seriously. Jeez. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I got my vote, though. Yeah, go, go for, for it. it. Yeah. Re- Resident Evil Village. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Somebody just at the um, end just said that. <laughs> oh. Well, I, I can give a reason for it. Um so, so reason for Resident Evil Village, it took the new formula for the series, improved on it, made a very good game, but injected all of the modern technologies for PCs into it. So you've got image upscaling, you've got, uh, I mean, that was a later update, but it's there, and you've got ray tracing effects throughout the game. Uh, it is a next-gen title for the modern PC. And I, a personal note is I judge whether how good a game is by whether I play it after I finish the campaign. And the fact that I've played that game four and a half times through. <laughs> um, all right. Dang. And did all the mercenary modes and I'm, I still go back and play it. So. Nice. All right. I, do you mind if I hop in here please, next? Please. I might actually have to jump off in a minute. Sorry, everybody. The audience can be the correct deciding vote yet again. <laughs> uh, Resident Evil Village is great. I think it was also a really good year for indie games. Like Loop Hero came out this year. Inscription just came out. Those kinds of things. There's been a bunch of those, and they're all great. But for me, my favorite pick, even though it's, I think, only technically available to other people recently... But I've been playing Forza Horizon 5 the last mm. few days. Ooh. And let me tell you, I am such a fan of Forza Horizon. Like the series, it's by hands down by far the best arcade racer. And I really get into that. Uh, something I love about Forza Horizon 5, like this is a, just as bombastic. It kicks you off throwing you out of airplane. And you pick crazy supercars and stuff right out of the bat. This is like, it's always bombastic. This is the best version yet. Uh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It scales across all kinds of hardware. It runs awesome on my 4K screens. It runs awesome on even last-gen Xboxes, if you get it that way. It runs awesome on low-end hardware. Like, anyone can play it. It's wonderful. It's also available on Xbox Game Pass, which I think is the best deal in PC gaming. So if you subscribe to that, you could be playing that for not quite free, but your $10 a month subscription fee, which, again, is just crazy. This is, to me, probably the best game of the year. I love Forza Horizon 5. I'm going to be playing this nonstop with my kids for a long time. Nice. Nice. Elena, you got one? Very good. Uh, so, Halo's not out yet, so we can't vote for it. Yeah. So honestly, <laughs> like I I haven't been really... Honestly, I've been spending this year playing through my backlog. So I haven't been paying attention to new releases. So take that for what it is. Uh, I, I was originally going to say lawn mowing simulator as a joke <laughs> but uh oh. actually power washing simulator is a good one uh-huh. uh and then i i haven't played psychonauts 2 yet but i have a feeling that that would be a contender if it was actually something i'd played so i don't actually have a horse in this race this year because i don't feel like i've played enough to actually give that a fair <laughs> shake 
Well, uh, one that was near and dear to my heart was uh, The Medium. I'm not going to say it's a perfect game and definitely launched with some uh, some problems, uh, technical problems. But yeah, I mean, that that's a game right up my alley. So that's probably my personal favorite one, but I'm not going to nominate it here. Uh, Resident Evil Village is definitely one up there, uh, but I, I haven't I haven't finished it. There's so many so many damn games. Uh, but the the one uh, that I want to throw out is is one that I've actually played with some people on uh, on our Discord, uh, and it's Chivalry Two. When you have a dedicated button to just running and yelling, <laughs> oh man, oh, it, is, it is every time it just makes just puts a big smile on my face i'm surprised gordon i really i really want you to try this i feel like just a a massive you know multiplayer game where where you're just running in with with swords and axes and and literally just hitting the button to just yell it doesn't do anything it doesn't it doesn't hype you up it doesn't make you run faster it doesn't make you swing better it literally is just a yell button just like ah oh it is it is it is so fun and it's been it's been fun to play uh, with with people in our discord uh teaming up so yeah that's that's my vote i gotta get going but okay. i would vote for you i mean i like forza horizon 5 better but chivalry 2 100 percent. if it comes to mental it, it feels like a pc ass <laughs> pc game <laughs> yeah i love it and it's just you're it's so much fun i forgot because chivalry's so been around forever i forgot that chivalry 2 came out this year that game is wonderful it's just Joy. Yeah. Ruru 2 has the right as a yelling simulator. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I do have to go. Right. So Thank sorry about friends. that, everybody. I will talk to you all guys later. No worries. Uh, and uh, everyone, hold on on the uh, the visual front. We're going to break the, the grid here. i got to fix it. Oh, no. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. We could put a test pattern up. <laughs> no, no worries. Um, well, it sounds like, well, we got chivalry, two for chivalry. Yeah, I I like Chivalry too a lot. It, it I mean, feels you like can a, you can use my vote as a wild card, wild and you card. can just throw it into Chivalry too if you want. Huh. <laughs> okay, I'm okay with that. I haven't gotten to play Chivalry too, but I will ask this: um, I loved Chivalry. Is it better than the first one? I I never I never played the first one, so I, that's not I I can't uh, I can't answer <laughs> that for you. Unfortunately, uh, I will say I mean it, it's it's with its problems. It's a small team. Matchmaking was broken, and uh, it sounds like it's broke again. Like we literally would have to like do that old school thing where we'd be like, "Hey, okay, everyone, refresh the server list now. Uh, pick the one that says uh, you know sixty four on this map. Uh, co- you know code two three five six eight. Okay, everyone in that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, sweet, cool. Uh, <laughs> you know, very that, old school fine. way of PC gaming. Uh, yeah. I love the original one enough to be more than content throwing it behind there to give it that if it wins, I won't be upset at all. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Uh, also, was good. Uh, friend of the show, VC Jester just gave us $5 super chat. Thank you so much. Said, uh, I, for one would love to play chivalry two with Gordon just so he has the opportunity to kick me in the shin for all the grief I give him. Uh, it's So you just run around like, a barbarian or something or what mm-hmm. what is it it's a, it's like knights. You're a knight yeah 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 oh, you know I yeah see. yeah so it's 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 that you know uh middle ages you know so you're essentially it, there's different kinds of game modes but essentially it's some sort of control kind of thing where you're playing defense or offense uh and you know it's it spawns you in it's it's massive i think it's up to 64 player wow. count i wonder uh, what the game it, physics are like because that sounds like that'd be chaos a cool it, it's it's chaos it's dumb uh, like there there was when it first came out there was people like uh I, I just saw a bunch of like gifts where somebody would like because you can throw your weapon too so you can pick up a weapon you can also throw it so somebody like threw it 
at a uh, like a light that was uh, up on a pole and it, it knocked off and fell on somebody and killed them uh, oh yeah like the the ability to to have like fun physics stuff in here is is awesome uh so yeah that that's what i dig. it sounds like the first one only more so i am perfectly content with handing that over okay sweet <laughs> <laughs> any 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 objections and any, any uh any any counter no, I think we all put in for it. I think it. we all need to get in a massive game. I know, man. Imagine if we had like a a, a guild, like a, a night guild of of all for full nerd people, where we just take on take on the community, the the five of us team up. <laughs> that would be hilarious. It uh, would be. I would totally count me in. <laughs> uh, okay, then let me uh, finalize the little graphic here. <laughs> First person stabber. First person stabber. Yeah, no, it, it is fun. Gordon, you should definitely try it. You should definitely try it on it. Steam or. It, uh, can you still throw your weapon away? Yes, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't hit that button by accident if you're playing. <laughs> Nothing worse than running into battle and throwing you your to. sword and be like. Uh, all right, so <laughs> the the 2021 nerdy uh, from the full nerd uh, for the best PC game of the year goes to Chivalry Two. Good job, Chivalry Two. You made a an awesome game. Everyone should everyone should go try it. Uh, it's pretty fun. Uh, so we, we got two more left. Uh, Brad is sending me notes, so I will be able to tell him uh, the uh, his picks. Oh, and then my little grid is broken up there. I'll fix that. Uh, so best innovation. Let, let's let's go over there. I'm I'm curious to see what people think is uh, the best innovation of 2021. You know, I don't know if I'm just going to go quickly because this is this is one of those little like quality of life issues. And I don't think it's necessarily a 2021 thing, but because I thought it was like something that only came out this year because of the, you know, the, the 690 boards, but I was breaking down a Rocket Lake system and it had the same thing, but that's 2021 as well. But at some point, MSI and Asus, at least on some other boards, are marking which memory slots to use. Really? Yeah. It, like I took pictures of both of them. It just says like, even though it's still like, you know, it's backwards, like one, two, three, four, it, it'll say like, please use two and four. Like it'll actually have an indicator. Use these first. It doesn't say use these first dumbass. Wow. what I should say. And then it actually was on a, on an, uh, it was on a, uh, I think it was on a, God, uh, it was on a rocket lake board as well. I was like, huh, that's actually a very, I, I don't know what's taken 20 years for them to do this but it's, it's a very nice development <laughs> like how many years did it take them to get to this point like how many more decades do we have to wait before front panel pins are going to be standardized well they are Ooh. there now i mean even asus has, has come aboard the intel front panel connector thing so it's yeah. i think now we're there on, the on board yeah there's some boards some it's weird you have some boards where it's still like whoever the designer was like i don't care power reuse something yeah (laughs) nice okay that's fun i'll uh well since he's not here i'll I'll read brad uh his best innovation is the uh surprise surprise the rtx 3080 uh geforce now (laughs) version uh he said in addition to rtx 3080 power it adds 1440p 120 fps capabilities or 4k hdr on the nvidia shield uh, new adaptive sync feature for uh, GeForce Now helps a lot with latency, frame pacing issues, plus ray tracing and DLSS with a Monster Threadripper PCIe 4 SSD in the cloud. $99 for six months is steep, but priced between Netflix. He didn't finish. It's uh, it's not on that. Yeah. So. Hmm. It, it, it's cost competitive against other types of 
solutions for entertainment. Um, I echo that 100%. Um, it, I, I know there's, again, there's a lot of people who will balk at it, but the, the, the latency is a lot better. I, it would be a great thing to, the, the, the hard part with testing that, and one of the things that kind of clouds my judgment is I've got gigabit at my house. Um, sure. that's not, that's not, well, it's just, it, it does give me a little bit different of a thing. However, I have sat in the parking lot of Taco Bell using their free Wi-Fi and played a game. Yes. Really? <laughs> that's wow. a story I want to hear at some point. Taco Bell. Yes. Um, it, it, curiosity got to me and I tend to, I like their, it, I like Taco Bell. Okay. I'm just that's another that. story I want to ask you about at some point. <laughs> Yes, thumbs, and, up. Uh, thumbs up. I use, I like their um, their, yeah, their well, they, they got a good internet. You know, McDonald's will kick you off, and their food is really bad. <laughs> Do you like Taco so, Bell because they have good internet? I like that. <laughs> Never heard that one, but <laughs> um, their food's better than Panera Bread. So, ooh, that's that's a hot take. I, different, I'm different. I'm with that. I yeah. can agree. So what? So Taco Bell is the best accessory? Right. No, 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 no. Let's, let's keep going. Keep going. <laughs> 3080. He, yeah, yeah. 3080 the, the, GeForce the 3080 now. GeForce now. Yes. All right. Uh, Elena, what's, what's yours? Uh, so mine actually is... Uh, Taco Bell. Related. No. It's related to <laughs> my best CPU pick. So because my best CPU pick was the 5600G, uh, for best innovation... I was going to, or I guess I am giving a nod to the hybrid architecture of Alder Lake. Cause I mean, that's really the first time we're seeing this on x86, right? So I, and like, as Gordon pointed out earlier, you know, all of us last year were like, I don't know about this. Like, is this really going to work? How's it going to work? Is it going to be any good? But I do think that, um, seeing this, you know, play out well probably will have some pretty significant ripple effects down the road for, you know, what what PCs are going to be like, especially in laptops, I think. So, I mean, I think it's worth a nod. That's that's a pretty good yeah, one. That's good. a good one. Yeah, that's, that's a, a good one. I didn't forget you, Alder Lake. <laughs> it's, it's better than you. just simply marking use slots two and four. <laughs> um I will, I will say something along the lines of Gordon. I thought he was going to steal mine. Uh, there was a couple people in the chat who had uh, mentioned this. And thank you, Mike Quinton. I saw your super chat. I'll hold it for the next one. Uh, is the um, Flash Photo said, uh, best innovation, PCIe push button ejection for the video card. Uh, uh, we, we had some people on, on YouTube make videos uh uh, of that uh and i was just like oh wow that's pretty nice i mean you, you don't always need it but if you have a, a really you know big tower cooler uh or something like that uh i like gordon's uh little little uh trick to to get the pci cover slot in there now i use that now that i know it uh but that that little push button is is pretty nice too so hmm. that was one i wanted to throw it in there uh but honestly i, I just ripped the tab off <laughs> Yeah, oh, I, can send I mean, you, you can, can, right? You don't the need to. The, it doesn't need to hard, click in. That's the hardware unboxed uh, methodology, right? <laughs> well, you, you you know what my trick is, Keith? I don't know if, if Adam he didn't explain. So every PC that you get comes with this free tool. In fact, there's like generally five or six free tools included with every case. And if you take the slot cover, you when you take that instead of throwing it in the garbage, you keep one you around. You throw them away. 
Huh? <laughs> well, no, I know I have like 800 of them, but you, you keep it and they're perfectly sized. So you can slip it between for most graphics card. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, no, there's, there's one there's, yeah, no. there's one that it won't fit. I have, I have, <laughs> I can't see how that, but you just go at an angle then, but you basically, it slips. If you have like two, this comes from the SLI days. If you have two graphics cards and there's no space, if you take that slot cover and you mm. push it between them, it, it will hit the, uh, the release so and off it cuts traces the same tool also will work with uh, intel stock coolers so you know how you sometimes just can't break them loose it you know it takes a a slot head you just put the end of that in turn it and remove your intel stock cooler with it pro building chips right here there you go boom you learn something when you listen to the show but i just get hungry i as much as i like (laughs) my uh hey use these ram slots development i i agree that that pales in comparison to hybrid and also GeForce Now. So I'm convinced I, I have to go with uh, GeForce Now. It's really? Just, oh, I thought you'd go with Alder Lake. No. no, because I've already I pushed hard for Alder Lake. You know, clearly I think it's good there. So my feeling is is it's it's well represented. I, I really do feel like um, which is good though. It's a good it's a good pick for lane. It's a really really um, smart choice. But I feel like GeForce Now. Yeah, that's. The, with the 1080 tier, that's a that's that's pretty good, you know, and that's a good place to recognize it. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it's hard because I feel like best innovation innovation is just another tier for GeForce. Like, is it really? In it? I mean, it's got some innovative features. You know, it's pushing streaming forward, but I don't know how innovative it is. Well, it's far more innovative than some designer who like actually designed the silk screen for the motherboard yeah. to say no, use the, these slots. Not, yeah, was- <laughs> so, something you should have already been doing. Yeah, is not innovation. <laughs> uh, twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. Been doing it twenty years ago. I, I, I kind of. It's funny. I, I fall on the side of Elena, even though I like GeForce now. I, fo- I follow uh, on the side of Elena of like, oh, uh, that architecture. I think it is a viable future. Uh, for sure, uh, it, it's cool that it came out and it's not completely broken, uh, which is pretty fun. So, but it sounds like wait, what was your pick, Keith? Was it GeForce Now? I, no, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, okay, well, and Brad, yeah, I know, I know, I know, three to two. All right, well, <laughs> me and you, Elena. Well, yeah, we'll go get some Taco Bell. Um, yeah. Oh God, <laughs> I know you don't like. Well, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have to spit, book some time afterwards just in case a bathroom run is needed. <laughs> uh okay then uh yeah uh, i i guess by default i'm gonna put uh, i I don't like that we have a man we need a sixth person on the, sh- the show now dang it we haven't been really make it to, worse uh, It'll just be forever no. <laughs> deadlocked uh, uh well no no because no, you know i feel like we we always just leaned on the chat before and it was kind of fun to just be like it what was. the chat's gonna that's how that's how i won in 2018 <sighs> with the apu pick 2200 g <laughs> The people's choice. I, I miss it. I, I kind of, I kind of miss the the random play. Anyway, uh, let's uh, switch over here. Uh, the 2021 nerdy for best innovation, picked by the the full nerd crew, is the GeForce Now 3080 RTX 3080 tier. Uh, which, yeah, cool. I dig it. Sweet, sweet. Uh, then, uh, yeah, the the last one we get to before we get out of here and get some Taco Bell is uh, oh, a worst trend. Um, so, I, I have an easy one uh, that uh, that I, I think we actually voted for this last year. I can't remember, uh, but Brad throws in uh, worst trend pricing and shortages. That's all he put. It's obvious. So, 
Do we vote for that or do we vote for scalpers? I thought last year we ended up voting for scalpers, but I don't know. Oh, remember. I can't remember. I mean, they, they both suck. <laughs> scalpers were a, a Q1, Q2 kind of thing, I, I yeah. feel like. I think now we're in the realm of legitimate shortages. Oh, no, I know. I was just thinking about yeah. last year. I couldn't remember oh, who voted oh, for yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah. Uh, oh, this, the, the Supreme Ginch uh, on YouTube says, worst trend, voting for cheap stuff. Gordon, get behind that one. Uh, and we do have a... <laughs> We do have a $45 super chat uh, from Mike Quinton. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It says, uh, worst trend, price inflation in that when shipping reopens, will prices deflate or will price at any cost dominate versus relevant performance? Uh, I mean, that is the question, right? Uh, we, yeah. we don't quite know yet. Um, and then uh, Brian Goodman gave us another $10 uh, and said again that uh, worst trend continues to be Fortnite. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, and then uh, VC Jester, friend of the show, VC Jester was throwing uh, toilet paper launches. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think that's a new trend, but it still is. I a have a few toilet trend. paper launchers. Oh yeah. Oh, actual launchers. Right. God, I guess my my pick is pretty weak. What, what's what's your pick, Gordon? I just was because again, I was breaking down a system, you know, and it was like, which damn M dot two slot is the M dot two drop under? <laughs> so I was like, what the. You know, it's always the wrong. You always pick the wrong one, and the people are like it's always the top one. People, people are it's always the top one because you know those might be generally directly plumbed to the 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 uh, PCIe on the on the CPU, but that is not always the case. So I, you know, you, you just don't know. It just kind of it bugs the hell out of me because you always like and like what the hell do the slot do the covers even do anything? If it's a high performance SSD, it comes with its own cooler. So you've got to like pull all these, and then some of these you got to pull the cover off. Before you can pull the cover off, you have to pull the cover, the fake cover for the chipset that's not even there anymore, to pull that other cover off. It's just a pain in the butt. It's just like, <laughs> why well, just have them sitting out in the open? I'm I'm kind of I'm fine for that. I'm fine with that. So, but that that does not pay. I mean, yeah, it's funny because Ryzen five thousand was launched late last year, and then it was basically nowhere for months and months and months. The first part of the year, or so. When people, when, yeah, no, it's, it's got, I got to go with Brad and the, the supply issues, the demand, the inflation. It's just, I just, it's, it's just been horrible. Absolutely horrible. That's why we're picking integrated graphics is the best graphics part of the air. <laughs> we're talking about it anyway. Uh, Elena, what's, uh, what's what, what you got? Can you do me a favor? I was yes. actually paying attention to chat. Uh, can you re- recap what your pick was? My my pick. Uh, no no is, no, uh, Adam's pick. Sorry. Oh, uh, I don't think I. No, I, I didn't give a pack, pick. Yet? Yeah yeah no. no I, I, I just yet. yeah. All right. I was okay. just talking about chat stuff. General uh, Brad. Uh, well, I, I I said Brad's pick. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, Brad is supply well. chain. Gordon is supply chain. Keith, were you also supply chain? Uh, I have one, but it, oh, you haven't I, gone yet. that is one of them, but okay. All right. So I just I was paying attention to chat. Sorry, everybody. Mm-hmm. I should be paying attention to the live show, but. The community matters to me. Um, so Keith says no. Oh, that later. <laughs> um, so I, I actually have on my list, you know, supply chain, all that kind of stuff. But I think for me, the worst trend is the side effect of the supply chain. And right now, for me, the worst trend for 2021 is that there is really no budget hardware. Like mm-hmm. all the... All the silicon's going to the, the things that the companies can make money on because they have 
such limited supply that they can get out there. They need to be able to, you know, make their numbers. And so as a result, we're not really seeing much in that what we would normally call like I3, Ryzen 3 tier, right? Like the, those, those are a lot of, that's a lot of people that aren't being served. Like I know... I know we were talking about this earlier in the show where Gordon's like, we need to push forward. And I, I think that is important. I I don't want anyone to think that because I tend to pick value, that because I tend to think about what affects the most people, I don't value that. I think that the PC, like what moves it forward is like, it's just such a big, broad spectrum. Like all these different fronts, right? So Gordon's representing that top tier that really pulls everything along with it, right? The momentum. You know, but I'm also looking at the middle and tail end and like all that's being ignored right now. I'm like, I would love to see that innovation that started in the top end finish trickling down and it hasn't yet. And in 2020, we were all like, oh, you know, you know, maybe 2021 will improve. We'll get to see that. And we didn't at all. So the supply chain stuff's just been so bad. It's still we're just kind of in stasis, you know, we're in limbo on that end. And I think that's that's kind of a problem. So for me, that's the worst trend. I mean, I, I would say it, it's it's funny because I, I feel like the at the top end we're talking about you know shortages and and chip stuff and, and it affects it's affecting pricing it's affecting low end uh, hardware like Elena said uh, it, it's affecting people getting in to the PC which sucks mm-hmm. you know more people you know there's people choosing consoles uh, mm-hmm. because they can't do it uh, and an interesting knockoff one that a friend of the show VC Chester says uh, the tech tuber community and viewers losing their drive due to the current market yeah uh, I mean there's there's plenty of you know people who are just are like hey I'm not going to make YouTube videos anymore and, and views across the board for every channel large and small including us has, has, has been way down mm-hmm. and I totally get it you know I'm, I'm not here to, to cry or boohoo about it but it's you know, I mean, it's, yeah, the, oh, the, sh- it's the shine is starting to come off PC building. Like, I feel like we were in 2019, we we're hitting, like, starting to like hit this like, like heyday of it, right? Like, everyone's super excited about it, and then bam, just like got cut off at the knees. <sighs> yeah, it's rough. Uh, also, uh, there, there was people in the chat. Uh, I want to get to uh, n- NFTs. Uh, a couple people want to throw out NFTs. Worst trend that is. It's don't worry about it. You don't need to. <laughs> Uh yeah. Well, now we're just bummed out. We always end the show with this one. It's always <laughs> yeah, just a bummer, one. man. We need to, you know, maybe we should move around the segments again next year. Ooh, uh, I got something to complain about. Oh, what's up? Please. Oh, here we complain. go. What happened to memory card readers? <laughs> <laughs> look, I, look, I get it. I get it. Look, I, the the supply chain that's bad. That's bad. But there's no excuse for all these laptops to not have a memory card reader. Yes. I completely agree. You know right, what Gordon? grinds my gears? <laughs> right, Gordon? See, Gordon isn't on the, the same fence as us, Keith. No, no. It's this thing called the USB port. You know, it's... it's you know what? No, no. no. It's a, just memory card reader. Just a little slot in the side of the laptop. Just put it You're in there. You're right. How come there's no CF card reader in my laptop or, or memory stick <laughs> no. duo? I need that. Please put. Please take all of the space out yes. of the size from Thunder Thunderbolt and maybe all the other ports to put a memory card hey. duo. Memory, yeah, is that what it was called? Memory stick duo reader. Look, Sony can put those in the, the their laptops if they want to. <laughs> Just SD card. 
I, yeah, it's, I not, it's not much of an ask. No. I wonder no. if it's like the same reason why we don't have like headphone jacks anymore on phones where, you know, all the manufacturers are like, oh, everyone's just going to get a Bluetooth headset so we can just drop this space. And so similarly on laptops, everyone's like, oh, you, everyone just takes pictures on their phones now. So there's no reason that you'd have to like pull out a separate SD card to grab files from. I, I would agree with you. I would say the the only reason why then I wouldn't agree with you is because even Apple backtracked. Even Apple brought back the SD card. Well, I mean, but Apple's trying to appeal to pros, right? Exactly. And they are going to be using yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, you know, like, Apple never steps backwards. So, to, well, they, to, that's so. not true. They went back on the butterfly keys. Yeah, the, but I, that's or still the you know, keys, whatever it was. Yeah. They also went back on the Type A ports. So, I mean, this this last MacBook was a real big step for. Wait, was there a Type A on the MacBook Pro? Then you no. didn't oh, they go no, back? No, no, sorry, I was thinking. I wish. I wish. Like, I wish. That would be like yeah. earth shattering. I would think. Because yeah. I mean, they should have. Yeah. That is the most annoying trend that Apple has created. Was the well among many, but the no Type A. Mm-hmm. I, my my problem with the whole uh, SD card readers, um, Keith, is you get such varying qualities, and we're now currently in a flux where you're seeing SD card express. And you take an SD, Expo- SD card express, um, which is probably going to go in some, you know, like prosumerish cameras, more more consumer high end. You jam that thing into some lousy SD card reader in your laptop. It's going to copy like dirt across. So I would rather go for a high performance, you know, USB-C based uh, card reader, frankly, for performance. Because you don't, if you're really transferring you know, 15 gigs worth of video files across. <laughs> you don't want to do that over a really, really slow uh, SD card, built-in card. And nobody's even talked about what the card reader is in that Mac Pro, but I do wonder if it's, <laughs> is it SD Express? I would hope so. I mean, the, I mean you'd hope so, but I, don't I think I, I really need to check this, but I believe the uh, MSI GE76 has an SD Express card reader built into it. So you would you would think that they would, but who knows? Uh, oh, here, here's a good one from Jihad Joe. Uh, you know what's another bad trend? Manufacturers changing product specs without indicated, indicating it in their name or yeah. documentation. That that was something we did see pop up here and there. Yeah, this that's year. really bad. That, that, yeah, yeah. Not those good. ADATA drives, right? Those well, everybody. I mean, again, like uh, we sort of mentioned earlier, I, I do wonder, like, that gigabyte power supply that was has that, you know, was mm. bad, got dragged for it, rightly so, but... You do wonder if it's like we either we can't make these or we got to make it. We just got to change this part and somebody didn't do their homework on it. So I think a lot of people subbed out parts this year. So. <laughs> yeah, it's I unfortunate. Mean, which, but that's one thing, not telling people or indicating or, you know, like that's that's the other thing. I think that's where, you know, people get a little bit. Uh, also, real quick. Uh, Asus uh, is in the chat and would like to say uh, our new StudioBook Pro models also feature SD Card Express 7.0 slots. Yeah, I think I I, I thought I mentioned that too because I, I mean SD Card Express is is the future and that's going to be the future of you know consumer high end cameras. So you want that, not some lousy SD card reader plumbed into USB you know 2.0 on your laptop, which I've actually seen. So. But here's the thing, Gordon. In a pinch, if you lose an independent SD card reader, sometimes it's handy just to have the thing on the laptop. So I can see Keith's point on that. Uh, but you're sacrificing so much real you know estate what? in a laptop for just in case. It seems like I'd rather take another Type-C or a Thunderbolt port or another Type-A or something else than 
to have well, a built-in slow card I reader. I think there's a reason why it's on the StudioBook Pro specifically, right? So different different models, different use cases. Yeah, I, I you know I'm okay with it coming off an HP Spectre. X360 yeah. or something, you know, I right. totally get it. But, yeah, a workhorse laptop, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, a big laptop, yeah. You, it, I would agree. It, it's it's yeah. harder to say no to that. But. Anyway, a real real quick teaser. <laughs> also next week, we might have uh, might have Asus. Uh, so something going on with Asus as well. So, anyway, stay tuned for that. Um, all right. Well, I, yeah. To, to, Supply to, chain. Yeah, to finish this off, I mean, really, like, I, th- I think the... Uh, well, oh, you know what? Actually, because people, you know, vendors swapping out parts also is because of the supply chain and, and all that stuff is so crappy, right? I feel like everything we've talked about, almost everything we've talked about, goes back to supply chain and, you know, yeah. shortages and stuff like that. So I, I guess that's that's the winner. Yay. Yeah, that's that, not uh, no surprise. I, I, how do I even say that? How should I even say that? Supply chain sucks. Supply yeah, chain That issues. works. <laughs> but you can just say, yeah, sucky. Chain. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Once again, it's it's the winner. But you know what? What did we really win? What what, what did we all <laughs> we really lost win? by yeah. winning that? We all lost well, by winning. Uh, so I'm I'm going to throw this up. <laughs> uh, the 2021 nerdy uh, from the full nerd. The worst trend in uh, in the PC hardware business is supply chain sucks. So don't do it again. Because you really, yeah. you're really screwing with us, supply chain. You don't want to screw with Gordon. You don't want to grind his gears. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Ooh, that super chat has made a good point. Oh yeah, yeah. J- uh, Jared Jones, he's gave us five dollars at the super chat. Thank you so much. Said uh, laptops lacking webcams. Yeah, I. I, I don't do know if wonder, that's a trend. I well, for ASUS, it definitely was like oh. somebody, you know, somebody, somebody, they, yeah, they got here. a lot of grief. <laughs> you know, every time somebody walks past that, that cubicle and like, well, that was a good choice not to put the webcam in these great laptops. <laughs> well, I didn't know. I thought people would have their own <laughs> webcams. Uh, or, or uh, somebody else said, um, uh, crap, where to go? Uh, the, but by by including bad webcams, like I, I, I think that's yeah, uh, up your webcam game, people. Anyway, uh, let, let's get out of here, Gordon, because uh, I am legit hungry. Yeah, so. check back next week for your fix of PC Talk on the Full Nerd. For audio listeners, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher. And if you're on one of those services, please leave us a review. Every time you do, Elena nominates the lowest bid contract hardware because it's available this is coming. to everyone. Send questions and comments to the full nerd at PCworld.com. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Ung with Elena Yee. Bye everyone. Keith May. Bye. And Adam Patrick Murray is going to hit the out switch before we go to Taco Bell. <laughs> Thanks to all the winners, all the losers, and all the cool people in the chat. Uh, 2021 it has, has uh, everybody in the chat has kept me safe in 2021 so I'm that is the uh, my my vote for the the big winner is is the people in the chat. So thank you so much. We will see you next time. I think I'm going to hit this button and hopefully it's going to go.